0: Everybody, welcome to PSI Love You Xo Xo Episode Nine. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the OK Beast, Blessing, Oye Junior. What's up, Greg? I'm I'm Crust. Crust, <laughs> like pizza crust. Oh, I man. wanted to say crestfallen, <laughs> and then, cr- then I, at the last second, I thought about crushed, and so it became. Do crushed. you want to just restart this?
1: What's no, up? hell no. What you the hide the, This is how the sausage
0: gets made, people. Here first, people. Somebody make a Photoshop of 20 Greg seconds. as crust.
1: <laughs> I want a pizza animate, like I want a pizza illustrated with the crust, but it's Greg Miller's face is the crust. So
0: I'm the. Cr- okay, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am crushed. And crestfallen blessing at AOEA mm. Jr. As we were going live here, you came to my attention as your number one Division 2 fan that the Warlords uh, of New York expansion is live early. Oh, so I is it live right now? Yeah, jumped Whoa. in there, started playing it. I'll talk about it when I have played later. Uh, started playing it, and then I was like, I can't wait to get home and play this. And then I remembered the horrible truth. I have to fucking watch Shazam tonight. Oh, that's fucking goddamn. Hey, you know review. what? A you know what? Shazam is a fun movie. It's a fine movie. It's a fun movie. It's fine. You're you're mispronouncing Has been fun. Is there a fun DC movie aside from? It's called Shazam.
1: Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey. It's called Shazam. That's not even what it's called. You know, you know what I mean? The Harley Quinn. It's not movie. a bad
0: movie. I'm not taking. It. I'm just saying, like, you know how much I don't want to watch movies <laughs> that
2: that's I don't okay, that I've seen.
0: Yeah. Old movies, old. What do I got to do? I feel you. I mean, maybe I can just read the cliff notes and piece together the plot from that, you know.
1: <laughs> Honestly, do you, do you think you could come in and just not watch the movie and people? I was thinking tell? about it because it,
0: it, yeah, you know, it's uh, Billy Batson gets moved around a lot, gets adopted with this family. They have some fun lines. They all like. Wanna... I've not watched the movie, and I, I, feel like, they all, I feel like I could show up on the podcast. If, I think they get they, they all recap. go in the center, right? And he doesn't go in, but at the end he does go in. Spoilers for Shazam, but then he defends his his new kid brother at school, who's obsessed with superheroes. And then he runs and he gets in the train, and then he gets transported down below to the wizard's room. And the wizard's like, you're new, a wizard? you're new Shazam, yeah, and he's new Shazam, and then uh, he's Shazam for a while, meanwhile, the bald guy's doing something with Shazam's powers, and then they fight. You know what I mean? I mean, I got, I have the, I have the big picture items for Shazam covered. Yeah.
1: I, I haven't watched the movie, I feel like I could do it. Oh, I feel really? like you'd be like, oh yeah, there's a kid. He gets superpowers.
0: Let me tell you, whenever... whenever save the day. Save well, the day. Whenever Tim comes up to you and he's like, do you want to be in an interview, just keep saying no, because it just means you can't play video games and it sucks. Oh, I, you know I, I mean, I've been requesting...
1: If there is an interview that I do want to be on, it's Edgar Wright in review. So have me on that. But yeah, everything else, I'm,
0: I'm good. I don't need to watch movies. No, you got games to do. Exactly. We got games to talk about, including answering The Last of Us Part 2's burning questions, PlayStation's live event future in light of the coronavirus, and so much more, because this... It's kind of... No, it isn't. God damn it. What show is this? It's PS I Love You XOXO. I See, I'm trying to do the new... I, we talked about this last week, mm. where I'm trying to do the intro, Yeah. find its own rhythm for it. So this is the fun part, where it's the first nine episodes. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. This is PS I Love we'll You XOXO, there. episode nine. Uh, it's your PlayStation podcast, where we come together each and every week, talk about all things PlayStation. Have a great time. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash games. You can go there. Give us your questions, comments, concerns. You can submit your PSN profile for judgment. You can just hang out. Plus, you get the show ad-free along with the exclusive post show that has happened eight other times before this. So if you went in right now, backed us for the first time, you'd have all that content to watch. Boy howdy would it be fun. Am oh. I right, Blessing? Oh, I feel no like ads you're either. exactly right. You're having a great time. Yeah. you out there just bopping around mm-hmm. doing a... talking uh, about Cat Williams. I I was like, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> I, that's on the show for everybody. Yeah. I'm well, no, impressed. that was before we started. Oh what? what uh, Cat what? Williams? Yeah, yeah we talked about that's Cat Williams. That's not even the you know, that dude, there's a little bit in the front. It's, you know, yeah. this is confusing. Don't worry about it. it. Is. Basically, I'm saying go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. If you can't, no big deal. You can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe, each and every Tuesday. Get our PlayStation podcast in your ears, in your eyes, wherever you really want to get it shoved in. <laughs> All you know right. what I mean, blessing will shove it wherever you want him to I shove love it. Love PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some housekeeping for you before we dive in. You should be like our Patreon producers for this month of March. We got Mohammed, Mohammed, James Hastings, Evan Ballard, Stephen Insler, Sancho West Gaming, Duval King, Jabub. Is, is that how you do that one? Jabub. Yeah, that's how. I, see. When Jab I read up. when I read names and I'm like uh, the other
1: version seems like it'd be risky. That's I used to go with the safe version. and Jabub seems like the safe version because okay.
0: otherwise it's jabub and I don't want to like mess it up and have sure. jabub be the thing. Sure, sure, sure. Cody Banks, secret agent. Uh, Trent Barry, Max Blair, Julian, the gluten-free gamer. Tom Bach, Nano Support. Michael Bradley and Joseph O. Youssef. That's uh, wow. today. We're brought to you by our sponsor, Me Undies. But I'll tell you about that later. Blessing for now start me off with the x's and o's do you think nano support is nano biologist or do you think that somebody else somebody's coming in and like and getting on his territory the yeah nanote- like the, the nano very family. small territory yeah yeah i i don't know there's that and then there was another biologist remember when there was a plant biologist for a while was there really yeah yeah in the kind of funny cinematic universe there's all sorts of trials and tribulations that people go through hmm. you know yeah. what i mean and i'd love to read the event tie-in book for nano biologist where he's fighting off nano support <laughs> and the other biologist yeah and the
1: uh, the other bio- the plant biologist so we have seven items That's for X's lot. and O's. That's yeah. a lot. Of it's, X's a lot. And O's. it's a lot. It's a lot. Do you want to
0: make it eight? Because I got breaking news for you. All right. Yeah. Sure. First episode of PSI love you. X O X O. Where I didn't wear a PlayStation shirt. Oh. I borked it. Wow. I'm off my game. Wow. And
1: I could be I playing, playing. I'm dev- wearing Kingdom Hearts. Is kind of
0: PlayStation.
3: That counts.
1: Yeah. I
0: count that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wearing a beer shirt. Mm. Whatever. Yeah, beer is good
1: though. That's item number eight. Item number one. Did Co- did did Coney? <laughs> did did, Co- did Coney in 20, tw- 2012 come back? Did anything <laughs> ever happen with that? No. The hashtag- dude was, he was caught on the street. He was a off. bad
0: guy, right? I. Yeah, I think that's how I remember it, is that Coney was a bad guy? But we, well, no, a Coney guy. was a bad guy. The he guy, was. the
1: guy that started Coney twenty twelve, was also like shady. I think because the whole thing was it was like it used to be an issue. Like Coney was an issue, but I think that by the time he started it, I don't know if things had resolved, but. There was stuff going on with his with the Sony 2012 move. I digress. <laughs> Did Sony <laughs> kill GDC? Mm. That's number one. Uh, this comes from what we've been reporting on for the last sure. couple of weeks, right? All the pullouts. Uh, GDC. We talked about this this morning on KFGD, Right? GDC put up their their statement that I'll just read here. Right. After a close consultation with our partners in the video in the game development industry and community around the world We've made the dif- difficult decision to postpone the game developers conference this March Having spent the past year preparing for the show with our advisory boards, speakers, exhibitors, and event partners, we're genuinely upset and disappointed not to be able to host you at this time. We want to, t- we want to thank all our customers and partners for their support, open discussions, and encouragement. As everyone has been reminding us, great things happen when, when the community comes together and connects at GDC. For this reason, we fully intend to host GDC of the host a GDC event later in the summer. We will be working with our partners to finalize the details and share, and we'll share more information about our plans in coming weeks. Right. This comes off of Sony being the first right. to pull out of GDC. Far from the last, though. Far from the last. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They were the first to kind of start the wave, right? The, the statement they gave to Biz a few weeks ago originally went, quote, we have made the difficult decision to cancel our participation in Game Developers Conference due to increasing concerns related to COVID-19, also known as coronavirus. We felt this was the best option as the situation related to the virus and global, global travel restrictions are changing daily. We are disappointed in, in cancel We're disappointed to cancel our participation, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. We look forward to participating in GDC in the future end quote.
0: Greg, yeah, did Sony kill GDC? No, that's a ridiculous question, and I'm offended really? you even brought it out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How dare you, sir? How dare they no. were the first to pull out? Yeah, but it's like even when you look through it, right? I'm looking at WindowsCentral.com. Here are all the companies that have pulled out of GDC, right? Sony was the first, but Facebook and Oculus announced on the same day as Sony. This is according, yeah. you know. I mean? So I mean, like right there, there was trouble afoot. But I mean. It's Facebook, it's Oculus, or Facebook and Oculus, I should say. Yeah. Kojima, Unity, Electronic Arts, Microsoft, you know, Epic Games, Unreal Engine, Amazon, Activision, Blizzard, Gearbox. Like, there's a whole bunch of people that pulled out. So. Mm. Sony being that first domino, though.
1: Also, Sony pulled out of PAX before this, which then could have alerted Facebook.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to get on this <laughs> yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you make. It's an interesting
1: question. Mm-hmm. Because the, my question then would be without. If Sony wasn't the first to pull no, out, you're talking about another universe. Yeah, Sony so goes to PAX. They do. They yeah, do. Last. Of Sony us like decided, hey, we'll go to PAX. We'll go to GDC. We won't. You know, we get, we're going to stick to plan as usual. And even say, let's Facebook also. I I, I guess that is like keeping keep in the first domino. But let's just say Sony right doesn't pull out. Uh-huh. Do you think the Do you think the rest of these companies that have pulled out over the last week still pull out of GDC?
0: Yes. Okay. I do. I think I don't. Maybe. Yes. There's, it's an interesting question, but it would have been... Somebody else would have fired off the flare. Now, the question is you're bringing up, did they kill it? Did PlayStation kill it? Uh, is valid because, yeah, they, are the, they were the first to really raise these concerns in our sector, right? And be like, hey, we're not going to go do this stuff. These conversations were happening already, but it was PlayStation, right, with PAX East and then with GDC to really be like, well, we're the ones who are making the headlines by doing this, but... There's so much more to it, I think, than just them. Because mm-hmm. if if, it, if if you're gonna say in the question, did PlayStation or did Sony kill GDC? Right? Mm-hmm. If co- Sony killed GDC, why didn't Sony kill Pax East? Mm. And I think that there's an argument that they're different shows, and they are, and this isn't even the argument; this is the truth. They they are different shows. Yeah. They are for different audiences. They have different clientele, and I think that's the biggest thing about it. It's the fact that GDC is. So global and happening in a, s- a town, San Francisco, that did just declare a state of emergency about this, and does have coronavirus in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. uh, nor- a area. Uh, do you think if GDC
1: was in Seattle, it would be a different story? I do. GDC I think if it was, it was,
0: I think it's the same thing we were talking about earlier today. Where it's like, what is this right now? If we we're on the heels of E3, what would happen? Where would that look like? Uh-huh. And I think the fact that Paxis just happened. And even though Britt from What's Good Game is on Twitter right now going, anybody else wake up with the Pax Plague? And it's like, let's see.
1: Dude, I've been coughing all day. Let's, and I'm God like, damn it, oh, dude. no. <laughs> this state of emergency. You got <laughs> really oh.
0: good. what was that, Barrett? said stay I home. Stay
1: home. It's not he like really doesn't
0: know. go out, though. Oh, you mean yeah. stay home from work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, I'm – I'm, uh, I'm not sick.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's okay. it is. Okay. very res- convincing. It's just
1: respiratory stuff, you know? Oh, okay. sure. That's, that's not a Oh, wait. That's, that's how it starts.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's well, a no, big, big, part of it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just coughing. No, well, I mean that's the thing. Right now, first off, don't any of us sneeze right now? And you're like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I went out to dinner on a Saturday night, and it was that thing where I should really wash my hands. I'm, you know, I'm obsessed with people, yeah. like, about my hands and be clean. So I should really wash them. And I was like, yeah, but I really didn't. T- I haven't touched anything really. Like, I, that's that's, and I'm like, it's yeah. it, back and forth in my head. And I'm like, I won't. That's and so. Just, then I ate, and then I got home, and I'm like, I feel sick. That's <laughs> the same thing for me. Where I'll,
1: where this morning actually I went put gas in my car, uh, was touching like the gas mm-hmm. like, handle or whatever, right? and I immediately go get McDonald's. And usually I'll eat the, eat the McDonald's in my car on the way to sure, work yeah. because I'm disgusting. But this time around I was like, I'm no, going to wait to work well, and no, I'm, I'm going to wash man. my hands.
0: I, I am a gentleman here. Yeah. I'm cultured. Well, those are all truth little things we should be doing and what it is all about right now. Yeah, I digress. The fact that PlayStation couldn't kill PAX East I think mean, makes it clear that they, they didn't kill GDC. I think if they if, if PlayStation swinging their weight around was that much, it, why Nintendo and everybody else would have pulled out of uh, PAX East as well. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that it's happening in Boston, that at, at least as of all this happening and the mayor coming out, right, didn't have a coronavirus problem. I think the fact that PAX East is a more North American show and not worldwide makes uh-huh. it a different thing. Because that was again the argument and conversation about GDC and why it has to be postponed or why it should be postponed is the fact that it's not just people from an area right now that is still more rare having coronaviruses. Uh, it's the idea of bringing in people from around the globe that are going through different aer- airports and connecting with different things and dealing with countries that have different rules for how they're handling this and mm-hmm. what their, plan, their, their, you know, their uh, disinfecting plans are and how they want it to happen. Mm. So, no, I don't think they killed GDC. I do think it was the, it was the, the, the loudest first shot that could be fired. You know what I mean? Like I, I we talked about this today, right? You know me, like Xbox, Nintendo, those are the big names in terms of what we think of for gaming. You know, I do think Epic pulling out or Amazon, those are huge things as well. But in terms of what is going to get you headlines with the mainstream gamer, like I would, I would venture that even though this is such a hor- is a horrible thing that has to happen, and it's there, I think it's the right call to cancel GDC and or uh-huh. postpone in quotes postpone GDC. I still think that. This has more people talking about GDC than ever before that didn't know what GDC was. Yeah. I think GDC is something that developers definitely know, industry types know. And then out there, it starts getting hazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, even me, who I've, you know, followed the industry for quite a few years, I've been doing OKB stuff for the last. You know, four years. You i find I'm part, a way to mention them. Now, 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 now I'm now I'm, now I'm part of kind of funny. Yeah. I still haven't been at GDC, and I still couldn't tell you all the intimate details about GDC. like yeah. GDC has barely really mattered. Has has barely really mattered to me. Yeah. And so I couldn't imagine like, well ninety nine percent of people that are tuning into this podcast are probably like, well, they've been talking about GDC for two for two weeks. Like, oh yeah, more matter? than ever, right? Yeah. I
0: think if you and correct me if I'm wrong, everybody in the comments that I'll see later. Uh, or if again if you're in your car listening to this podcast, roll the window down and shout it. Um. I would labor to the guess that to the general consumer that they have no idea what GDC is. And then if you are somebody who listens to a podcast like this or watches a YouTube video like this. I feel like you you barely know. You probably know it even more as, oh, this is when uh, Giant Bomb and IGN and GameSpot and Kind of Funny all have different guests on. Yeah. everybody's in San Francisco it's like it's like a mini E3 or something to that effect Yeah, which isn't off the market but it's more about networking learning and you know from the developer behind the screen side right the people yeah. who make the it. I mean
1: last year I think GDC was the event where it's like oh okay Google Stadia is about to reveal yeah right and that was like kind of the the relevance point for a lot of people of what GDC was yeah uh, but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a bummer that yeah, do you think they out, killed down them like, uh, I not really, no. But I, I think Somebody, I, I other think, people would have left. I mean, I think Facebook would. I mean, if, I think this there's a compelling argument that maybe other companies don't pull out if Sony wasn't like the big guy pulling out first. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like I could I could see a reality in which everybody is like, like people are waiting for that first shoe to drop before they actually, you know, go for it and actually pull out. And so I I, I could I could see an argument for it, but in reality, I, th- I think it's kind of like like what you're saying. Right. It being so international yeah. it also being very focused on the industry and it being workforces that are, that are showing up to GDC as opposed to a wide general
0: audience. Consumers. Yeah. yeah consumers. Yeah. I think
1: that then puts sort of a slant to how people people are coming into GDC. Right. Like pe- companies are sending people to GDC. People aren't just showing up to GDC. And so I think with with that kind of responsibility that companies have, I could I could understand why everybody would kind of pull back in that way
0: yeah uh ignacio rojas writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can to be part of you xoxo and says what's up gressing it's taking off that's oh, our no. name now Sorry, i don't like eight. it it's too late sorry you should have come up with a better one you had nine weeks <laughs> uh with sony pulling out of pax east and gdc how do you think the changes how do you think this changes their plans moving forward for the rest of the year When Sony decided not to attend E3, the company said that it wanted to focus more on other events throughout the year. Now that we're two big events down, could this push them to make a bigger event by themselves than what they might have originally planned, like bringing back PSX? Could Sony come back to E3 with tail between their legs? All of these, assuming coronavirus stops being a big concern by then. Uh, Anyways, as always, keep being awesome. So I... uh
1: we got a question in a few weeks ago, and I think it was me and Tim on KFGD that were answering this question about: do, Is coronavirus going to cause Sony to go the route of doing a state of play for their PS5 reveal? As opposed so, you're to, jumping
0: to PS5 already? Okay. Yeah, I'm already
1: jumping to PS5. Okay. right? because like the, P, Sony is going to have to say something or do something for that console. They can't just be silent for the whole for the whole <laughs> yeah, year. No, they have like, to. Yeah, like they have they've to been say like they're they've been they've been silent for a while. They can't stick with that silence, right? So they're going to have to come out and talk about that. Uh, and yes, yeah, somebody wrote in the question of like, is coronavirus going to cause them to, to do the streaming route as opposed to doing a big event? And I've kind of been of the side of, I think I think there's going to be a state of play. I don't know how much coronavirus is going to cause them to go the state of play route, but yeah. I do think there's, there's going to be a state of play for PS5 and that they'll have press down to come and demo it and do all that stuff. I think now, given the recent pullouts and given... How the situation is kind of progressed and grown, and now and now we don't re- necessarily know how things are going to go as far as events in the next coming months. I think that lends more credence now than ever to them actually doing like if if they have something to show, I think they're going to do it through a state of play and not show up at a conference or show up at events. I think PS Five specifically, I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do a state of play. I think it's going to be the the was thing that they did yeah. last year where they have people come out and it's not like a big, it's not everybody in the same location like hundreds and hundreds of people, but. You know, however they sparse it out or how, however they, they frame it, have people come down, play around with the games, play around with the PS5, do all that stuff, and have it be more of an intimate thing rather than a big, giant presentation.
0: I think it's fascinating, and it's a great question, Ignacio, because from the moment PlayStation said that, yeah, we, you know, we're, we're going to skip E3 and, and instead do a smattering of other events and whatever, I read that as total lip service. I totally read that as, we're not going E3, we don't believe in E3. We'll do these other events to focus on. I don't think they're focusing on those events. I think it's the normal. We're gonna send to PAX. We're gonna send you know the Last of Us Part Two, uh, to whatever else. We're gonna send the the destination PlayStation truck where you can play all the games outside of this stuff. There, there's live events happening, but I didn't. Inti- I didn't think they were going to make an actual big deal out it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I do not think the PlayStation Five is going on the road now i mean i mean going on the road like mlb events i think it'll be at like obviously Gamescom and things like that yeah it's been announced and stuff and shown um i don't this is not going to send them back to e3 tail between their legs no uh i do not i definitely think this kills any idea of bringing back a psx which i've been saying for the entire run of this show and this year and last year it will not happen this year period i don't think Mm. before coronavirus became a concern but then it is the question of, yes, what is going to happen with the PlayStation 5? Because I've, I've been saying right that I think this is going to be a press thing. This is going to be like PlayStation 4. It is going to be a everybody come, get in an auditorium, we speak to you, we show it off, this is the thing, go play games next door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I do think that this throws a huge wrench in those works. Again, in the same way we were talking about what does it mean for E3, that if you pull out of GDC, what's your rationale for going to E3? Because it's the same thing to an extent. It is networking. It is people from around the world. It is also a bunch of consumers. Yeah. It's in LA, which currently hasn't declared, to my knowledge, a state of emergency as of recording time. Like, I think there's multiple different factors there. But that aside, you're PlayStation. You are the people who pulled out of GDC. You are the people who have pulled out of PAX East. And so then to sit there and yeah, like, are can you throw an event? Can even if you're doing it small scale it's it's again it's not even the fact that you're worried that hey we're gonna bring you here and one of the people serving you your your sliders or whatever at this event are gonna have coronavirus Uh it's the it's more the idea of the chilling effect that this is happening coronavirus is a threat people don't want to travel they don't want to put themselves at risk Mm -hmm. and so how terrible do you feel let alone how legally liable do you feel that or are you that if you throw a PlayStation 5 reveal event you have people from even if it's just around the country come out but they connect through an airport where somebody else connected with and they mm-hmm. had contact and like it's the wor- it's the law of worst case scenarios at that point right it's where you start letting your mind run away with everything that could go wrong and so I don't know how you handle it if you're them right now trying to do this yeah yeah i i don't think it's
1: that dire thing like i i could still see them going with the small event like I don't think I don't think we're at the point yet, and I don't think we'll. And I, I don't I don't want to predict things as far as because corona, as coronavirus because I'm not a scientist, but I don't think we're going to be at that point by the time they want to reveal this thing that going to the airport is a fear for people, right? Is like, it, it now? It, it it is now, but it's not like a like I'm not telling people not not, not to go to the airport, right? Like I'm
0: <laughs> scientist, blessing Jr. You, not <laughs> <Yeah>. telling you.
1: <laughs> well, like I like we're not having the conversations right now. Actually, right, Well, I don't know. Are we having the conversation right now? Kind of funny as far as like previewing stuff or like hey are are we not going to travel you know if we want to yeah. go preview a thing in la or or, or do stuff like that sure. like, like how does that stuff look like right now right now it doesn't seem like that's a conversation that's happening at large people are definitely protected at airports people are people are wearing masks last time i went to fly down to see uh i think it was persona 5 royal i saw enough people in masks where i was like oh wow like people are really taking this thing seriously and that's definitely happening but i don't think it's i don't think it's a big of a threat at least in the u.s right now where Everybody needs to stay home and chill, um, and so I could see them doing an event. But yeah, depending
0: on how things uh, escalate. See, I'm, I, I, I just know. I I am of the belief that it's going to get worse before it gets better, mm-hmm. and I think that as that ha- it, for it to get worse, like a month, for, like we're talking about, you know, the first two deaths or whatever in Seattle today, right? Like, if we get a month out from this, and how many more deaths will there be? How many more cities will there have been this thing? And how many, you know? How are we handling and how are we tackling and all these different things? Yeah. Like, how many, infect- how many cases of infections are there? Like, you know, the scary ones are the ones where they're like, oh, the Seattle guy we we're talking about today, right? The kid who's just like, yep, he wasn't in contact with any of the known infected people. So it's like, oh, great. You know what I mm. mean? Like, that's awesome. That's, uh, that's really good news that it's yeah. just happening and nobody knows how it's happening.
1: But, like, how many – and I'm going to look, I'm gonna have to Google this, right? How many cases have been in
0: SF or the Bay Area – and it was NorCal. The, the, the is playing fast and loose, I feel, with Baird. Okay. Baird, am I wrong on that? Do you agree with me on that? Because you're yeah, more baird area than I am.
2: Yeah. Um, and then there's also, like, there are cases being treated, but they're not from San Francisco and shit like that, so it's, like, kind of confusing on what oh, yeah. actual numbers are and shit like that. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> That's always <laughs> what you want to hear. I'm like,
3: I'm,
1: like, looking up, like, numbers and stuff and... Um, I don't know how I don't know how viable these news sources are, but I'm reading one source that says six coronavirus deaths in Washington State, which mm. I think this morning we were talking about two, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know how.
0: Of course, like people get panicky with, with stuff like this, but that's the biggest concern, right? As yeah. always, starts happening. You want, you worry about what's actually going on versus what's actually happening. Yeah,
1: the numbers are so low right now that I couldn't imagine. And I say that as GDC just got canceled because of it, but I couldn't imagine. Something that's more small—that's something that's smaller and more intimate—being affected by this because I feel like at that point, like GDC, I understand because you see. That's not. Oh, okay. I thought that was. I thought, I thought that was like serious. Serious, like I can tell you all about <laughs> coronavirus. Like, let me tell you something about coronavirus. I. GDC I understand because that's thousands of people. That's people being congregated in this area and Gary Widow went off on, on, on this on KFGD about how these conventions are, are petri dishes and, yeah. pe- and, and people are, you know, getting, getting infected with sickness left and right, whether it is, um, I, well coronavirus hasn't happened at the packs as far as we know but people are usually getting sick in these places with the cold with the flu with whatever because that's just how these things go so i understand how gdc can become affected by it but a smaller more intimate event for to show off ps5 to just selected media i don't i don't right now i'm at the point where i don't see that being a big deal
0: i hope not that's the thing is like yeah. it's all it's it's that flip of the coin of where it's going to be right yeah. like you know uh, the statement from the EVE Online people canceling EVE FanFest, right? And being like, yeah, it's it's a month away, which is very similar to, you know, what PlayStation was talking about when they canceled uh, GDC. and it was like, It's weeks away, but we don't know what the situation is going to be that far out. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I feel like, I I'm, you know, on top of the fact that anybody who's sick, I feel all the sympathies in the world for, right now trying to plan a live event or any kind of cool reveal yeah. or anything, like, what do you do? Because you have to have all these contingency plans. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Number two, Greg. Yeah.
1: February is over, but could Horizon still be coming to PC? You're not going to let this dream die, huh? Uh, I mean, I've kind of let it die. Well, actually, no, I'm I'm not going to let it die yet. Let's let's get into the new story. So this was reported last week by Fraser Brown at PC Gamer. He writes, PlayStation 4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn's PC port has appeared on Amazon France following rumors that it would be be making the leap to the other platform. Spotted by Reset Era, the listing is very sparse. It's just the name, publisher and platform. The absence of any details, screenshots, or box art uh, suggests this is probably Amazon France hedging its bets, and Amazon listings aren't always accurate indicators of a game announcement. The evidence is mounting, however. Rumors about a PC port serviced last year via YouTuber Anton Logvinov indicating that it would be launching as early as this month. It was thin, but its existence was verified by Kotaku, though it it couldn't confirm a release date. With the end of this month only a couple days away, now we're in in March and so the month has ended, a February launch seems unlikely, except for the fact that February 28th is Horizon Zero Dawn's third anniversary. A surprise launch in a couple of days still seems like a stretch, but perhaps Guerrilla and Sony will use the anniversary to announce it. Now, unless the stealth launched and nobody heard about it, it didn't launch. Nobody care. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn did not happen in February. Do you think Horizon Zero Dawn for PC... Is still happening. I still think it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think it, I mean, the Amazon, uh, France, or whoever, any retailer leaking box art or doing whatever, and in this case, not box art, right? Just putting up a listing. Listings are listings are listings. That's how, you know, you make these things like they said to get ahead of it, right? So you're ready to go whenever it does happen. Yeah. And again, maybe that is intuition. Maybe it is the, you know, article that this article sources from Schreier saying that it is coming to PC. All the same, I don't think it needs to line up with the anniversary. Would have been cool. Would have been a really neat move, but it doesn't. Yeah, I'm with you. I there. do buy it's real though.
1: Yeah, I think everything, everything we've talked about on the show and on KOGD as far as why it would be a good move and why it makes sense for Sony. You know, I think lends credence to – I I think it's happening. I think it'll be this year. And yeah,
0: when do you think it gets announced? Then I don't know. Right?
1: I think it'll I think it'll happen very randomly. Yeah. Like I don't think it'll be in in any sort of state of play or like you don't you think start- so? No, see I think that'd be that'd be weird, right? Like if they announced Horizon for PC at a, at a PlayStation state of play.
0: Yeah. I don't think that, that that'd be sense. awesome, right? Cuz it'd be different and weird. That's the whole thing thing about it. Like the move in general I feel is I think it lines up with my prediction that Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is uh-huh. going to be a PlayStation 5 launch game. And so I think the idea is that uh, I have said this on I think Gamescast. I don't think we've talked about it here though. Um the idea I, that behind it for me personally is to get it out on PC at awesome specs, doing whatever awesome ray tracing, hair bobbing bullshit it would be, right? Uh-huh. That gets PC players who had no intention of ever buying a PlayStation 4 to try this game they've heard so much about and fall in love with it. Then I so I think you get it out ASAP to have them play it, do it, get more people in Horizon than ever before. Then follow up on that. You figure because. You figure state of plays, or last year at least, were quarterly kind of. Not like a big deal. Like, we're doing, they didn't call them quarterly, but yeah. about the As far as their it, frequency, right? yeah. So we should be getting a state of play this month, arguably. Mm-hmm. So do it here. Then in the next three month period where I think they reveal a PlayStation 5, you come out, talk about Horizon 2, even mention it, right? Like, we just put Horizon Zero Dawn out on PC. You can see all these crazy numbers. That brings the global install base now to whatever the fuck the number is. Mm -hmm. And if you liked it on PC, that is how it two natively plays on the PlayStation 5. Well, that's
1: how I think they reveal it is whatever the PlayStation 5 event is. They come out. They announce Horizon Zero Dawn 2. And then they're like, hey, by the way, we are putting Horizon Zero Dawn on
0: PC, you can play it now. No way. Really? Yeah, no. I think that PlayStation 5's events got to be all about PlayStation 5. That's why I don't even think they do. Uh, we keep talking about like, oh man, what is PlayStation now going to look like? And yada, yada. That's a fine line. And like, what does PlayStation Plus become? and all that? J- it's a fine line to walk be- t- before you steal the, the uh, limelight of the new console. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's got to be that those are all services wrapped into it. That's why I think you do do a state of play, do-do. Where you do a state <laughs> of play, and it is... All the other bullshit updates, here's what Iron Man VR is looking like. Uh-huh. And then in the middle of it, yeah, I'd be like, now our friends at Gorilla have something else to show. You know, and it's like, uh-huh. when it is, and it's like, peace. That's right, for the first time ever. Her, See, I know. feel like
1: that would be more out of left field. It like, would get it, headlines. It would get all the stuff you of, want, right? I, I think it would get headlines either way, though. Like, I, if you do it outside of a state of play and it is just a random Wednesday where they drop this news, say, on Gorilla's, uh Twitter timeline or whatever, maybe, or on a PlayStation blog. Even even on a PlayStation blog, I feel it's kind of weird. But I guess PlayStation would still treat this like their own because it's their first party game. I, I, I feel like that in seclusion from a big stream or a big event, I think... Makes a splash and has people talk about it uh, by itself. Whereas I feel like putting it in a PlayStation State of Play kind of muddies the messaging of a PlayStation State of Play to the point where it's like, okay, cool. I was watching this for PlayStation though. Like I'm watching this as a as a PlayStation fan already. Why is this being announced? You here think the backlash
0: th- is worse because you're people who are watching this. Exp- I yeah. bought this box like, not, expecting exclusive. Not, e- not
1: even the backlash. I think I think it's just the 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 audience who is for right. I I see PlayStation State of Play as a stream that is for the PlayStation audience. Yeah. And if this is if right. Zero Dawn one coming out a PC is a thing for PC players to then get introduced to PlayStation. I feel like including it in a PlayStation state of play is kind of a weird way to do it because then like who like who is this being marketed to? Right. I feel like the way you do it is you 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 just come out, you announce in, in seclusion, and you're like, hey, like either either that or you come out during the PlayStation PS5 event and do the thing where it's like, by the way. You know, Horizon Zero Dawn is is coming to PC if you want to check it out um, as a way to advertise Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on
0: PS5. Like that's. But still isn't that the same PS5? thing of being a small? Uh, you know, that PlayStation Five a reveal event is for yeah. PlayStation Five players. My thing is this, and I think you're just thinking too small. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of the state of play you're, you know, for PlayStation fans, right? But you're what you actually mean is PlayStation Four fans. Uh-huh. Whereas I think what if PlayStation is doing this. What it is doing is what Microsoft's been doing so well with Xbox is saying it's not a platform, it's a brand, it's an uh-huh. ecosystem, it's it's bigger than that. Do you
1: feel like PlayStation is doing that though, or no. like wants to do that?
0: I, I, I think <laughs> they want to. They want you to think of, oh, yeah, you can play uh, uh, PS Now on your PC. Why don't you? You know what I mean? On your iPad, why don't you? Uh, yeah, Horizon's over here. I don't think these moves are, they aren't main tent poles for them. There are things they're putting out there that if they needed to, they could fall back on. Even Mm -hmm. though when they fall back on them, I think they're going to be behind on them, if that makes sense. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Where The fact that PlayStation now is on PC, PlayStation doesn't give a shit about it, really. Because why would they? The PlayStation 4 is so goddamn successful. Yeah. That's Okay, we have the infrastructure built in that if we needed to pivot, you wouldn't be able to pivot overnight, obviously. It would be years of trying to figure that out and make it better, but you'd have the infrastructure there. Mm. Whereas Microsoft, I think, who's like, fuck... Xbox One did not do what it ne- we wanted it to do. They've drastically changed course and found their own footing in terms of services. Do you think the state of
1: play is this month, the next state of play? Now that and I hadn't even given it
0: any yeah. time, but now that we're talking
1: about it, it yeah, right? I, I'm not, i not... See, I, I would like it to be, but I'm not sure if they want to do one... <sighs> like, what would they talk about at a, at a state of play, right? Games! Like, I guess they could give us another Last of Us trailer. They could give us an Iron Man VR trailer... And then just sprinkle in some, like, random stuff in there. But I feel like there's not enough for a state of play for it to be, like, a banger state of play. Granted, none of the state of plays, I feel like, so far have been banger ones.
0: Yeah. They've all been kind of, like... The VR one, we all loved it. Just kidding. Everybody
1: hated it. I was going to say, which one was... was That That was Iron Man VR. So looking
0: back here, right, it's like, yeah, March 25th, 2019, state of play. That was the VR one that I dug. But, again, that was... I mean, we're, we're lining up, right? Mm-hmm. Then May 9th, 2019, September 25th, 2019, and, and that then was December 10th, 2019. Was there one December 10th? Yeah. What was that? Um. They don't have oh, a that was Resident Evil. Resident yeah, Beast. that was the
1: one. That Re- okay, that makes sense. Then, yeah, that lines up.
2: They I also could... have the Ghost of Tsushima release date to announce as Great well. Great
3: point, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Which is still I guess that's tr- is that's a good point. slated for that's a very good point. summer, I guess? It's, yeah, it's, it's summer. Huh. And so, yeah, I could see a state of play happening, and it was like another, another, another Last of Us trailer. Uh, and then... Uh, Yeah, like the Ghost of Shima date. And yeah. I forget the other thing. It's, oh, Iron Man VR. And then whatever random things they want to sprinkle in there. And then yeah. D.R. 2. Yeah. A third party.
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot all about that we're due for a state of play. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it still feels like we know that all eyes right now are on the PlayStation 5 reveal event. And I also don't think it's Beyond the realm of possibility that they don't do a state of play un- See, or, or until they get to whatever PS5 is going to be.
1: That's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, okay, why would they do a state of play when they could just wait for the PlayStation 5 reveal event? But I, mean, I think there is now – I, now I do think there is, like, enough that they could sprinkle in there to kind of gather They could together. do your
0: normal-ass state of play sprinkling stuff in, and then the final thing could be – And while we're not ready to talk about PlayStation 5 today, yeah. we will be on yeah. whatever yeah, the date is. Come back in yeah, whatever, yeah. Or even, like, a month. yeah actually i'll be upset with a month <laughs> come back tomorrow we're doing it tomorrow yeah <laughs> two state of play
1: you will suck if there was a state of play like late this week or like early next week or oh, whatever tomorrow or whatever yeah like tomorrow because mm. we already re- pre-recorded next week's episode sure yeah yeah, yeah. Just be just under 80s don't worry about it yeah stay tuned for that number three we got some free games greg woo! ps plus free games for march have been revealed we have shadow of the colossus mm-hmm. and then one of the greatest games of all time sonic forces that's not sure you didn't like it i that do much. not like no. sonic force
0: you just like sonic
1: yeah th- I do love Sonic.
2: But, th- Blessing, you can make your own kind of Sonic character. Yeah, Sonic you can make Force. your own
1: Sonic character, and then all the gear they got for the Sonic character sucks.
4: There's a hat Damn. that s- says Gamer on it. I mean, that sounds pretty cool to me, Blessing. You wouldn't wear a Gamer hat, Bless? You wouldn't wear a hat that just says Gamer? I would gamer? wear a Gamer
1: hat. I wouldn't wear a hat that says Gamer on it with the capital G. I don't, I don't G- need people <laughs> to know that. A capital G Gamer hat? A capital G Gamer hat. This is th- This is one of those things where... Like, this this, this is what reminds me that Xbox has something special with with backwards compatibility. Because it's obvious that, yeah, they're doing a Sonic game to capitalize off of the Sonic movie coming out. Xbox got Sonic Generations. Yeah, you had
0: a whole rant about this. Yeah, I had
1: a whole rant about this on KFGD, right? And PlayStation has Sonic Forces, the inferior Sonic game, one of the worst Sonic games. Wow. And so He said it. I said it. I really hope next gen we get a similar thing that Xbox has this gen, where it's like the two last gen games and then the two current gen games right and it's the backwards compatibility so technically you're kind of getting four games yeah i really hope that we get that because this is a bummer shadow colossus, <laughs> shadow of the colossus is great though obviously like everybody
0: loves shadow of the colossus it's one of the greatest games of all time jason Doss writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games blessing about shadow of the colossus and says this hey guys with shadow of the colossus coming to playstation plus could you see this is sony hyping the franchise up for a possible shadow of the colossus part two on PlayStation 5. I've read that Ueda originally planned 48 Colossi, yeah. but dropped it to 16 in the final release. All the remasters have been all the remasters for have been done with Bluepoint, who've teased they're working on something big. Maybe Ueda's Gen Design comes in to consult with Japan Studio? Thanks. I would love it. I don't have faith that it's happening. Uh, this is one of my predictions actually on
1: kind of funny gamescast for I think it was like our next gen predictions is that Bluepoint wor- Blue works on Shadow Colossus 2. That was a prediction. Dude, you think that's what they're working on now? No. Okay. Yeah. And that you fall in the Demon Souls camp? I, I I fall in the camp that I don't know. Okay. I, I could see Metal Gear. But like that's also like <sighs> e- that's like an equal thing of like this has an equal chance of not happening <laughs> as Shadow Classes too. Like yeah. I think Demon's Souls is more likely. I think a Castlevania thing is more likely. Like, I think the boring answers are just the more, more likely ones. I hope, but not beyond that Demon Souls is the bo- boring
0: answer, but for me it is. I hope beyond hope that when Blue Point's game gets revealed, it is not Demon Souls. Because it's just like, that is one of those rumors we've all heard so long that now we just take it. That, that's the truth. Yeah. And I would love for everybody to be wrong that yeah. that is not what it is. You've all been misled. It it's isn't. actually like Jack and Daxter. I mean, I <laughs> like don't, something very left. left I also would totally dig for them to try something on their own if that's what they wanted. You know what I mean? Do you and think I know that's they talked they want, about though? that. I know they've talked about that. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? I mean, I don't think that's. They're also, these aren't remasters right they're remakes like they're going in and doing something on, yeah. uh, that is of their own like, they are being creative. that's my
1: thing is that they're the best at doing this like they're the best at like going in and remaking games mm-hmm. if you want in to and in, it's de- definitely this type of remake right i'm not talking about this compared to resident evil remake or final fantasy 7 remake i'm talking about going in and replacing assets and making the same game but just ma- just modernizing it in a way that it looks like a, a current gen title nobody does that like them and I so mean, I, I think they take pride in it
2: isn't this the, uh, like, isn't Shadow of the Colossus really the only one that they've done a full remake for,
4: though?
1: Yeah, they, well,
2: because, like, they the, have not done one before Shadow the Metal the Gear
0: stuff was re, it was
2: remastered. Yeah, and, yeah. like, Uncharted, they, they the Uncharted collection much. was just a rema- like, yeah. remasters and stuff. Like, I feel like Shadow of the Colossus was the first one where they were, like, yeah, we're going to go in and, build, like, rebuild this game from the ground up, essentially. Yeah, and, we like, like, but I, and I,
1: I think they take pride in that work. I think they take pride in the fact that, like, hey, we've figured this out, we've nailed this. Let's become the guys that are known for just like go, going off and, and, and being able to remake something super well. Um, and so I, I, I think I think for the immediate future, they I, they they do remakes. Though I feel like if Sony came to them, and that's why I have the, the Shadow of the Colossus 2 prediction, right? Is that I feel like if Sony came to them and they were like, hey, do you guys want to be the ones to do Shadow of the Colossus 2? I feel like that'd be too good to pass up. But who knows?
0: There's no way. I Shadow of the Colossus is a beloved masterpiece in gaming. I'm not taking Mm -hmm. away, but it's not some commercial success you have to sequelize. I honestly feel like if you were to say Shadow is 2, it'd be akin to saying Citizen Kane 2. Like, Mm -hmm. Titanic 2. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why (laughs) are you... Nobody asked for this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where these games were... Not to mention that Ueda is so synonymous with that. That, I mean, that that would be like... And even though you'll probably see it eventually one day. You know, a Metal Gear... That is supposed to be continuing Snake or Big Boss's story mm-hmm. that Kojima isn't consulted on or part of it's or anything. Be weird, like yeah,
1: Melgar survive right. even though that's like a spinoff. It's not Big Boss or Snake,
0: but Everybody turn their back on it. Yeah, nobody, yeah,
1: no, we, we we all we, let it freeze. We pretending like it didn't come out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 yeah so I guess
1: the idea that Ueda uh, in Gen Design being Ueda Studio right come in and consult on it or come in and work on it. Yeah, you know I think could fix that a bit, but the chances of that happening I don't know. Like Last Guardian was such a tortured development process, you know that took what ten years to come out, and I I think that's that's one of those situations where after that I think you're just done working with each other, and so I don't I don't see Shadow Colossus two coming out realistically for the reason that, that it's like making a Citizen Kane two, and for the reason that like I don't see them working together and all that stuff. Yeah, but I would like it. <laughs> I'd be into it. Um, You're a weirdo. But then also, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo Name. is out now.
0: Go play it. I've played it at PAX, no, yeah, I played it at PAX West. I enjoyed myself and I know shit about it. You played it, you went and actually did a preview event of it, Yeah, right? yeah, but I really mean. liked
1: it. I'll talk about that more in the games I've been playing.
4: No, oh, okay, well, excuse me then.
1: I'm yeah. so now, excited
4: to check out this demo. But
1: now, so Barrett, are you ready? No. It's time for PS5 Watch. I'm glad you're on point with that.
0: You're really on point. I appreciate that. Number four. Barrett came into work today. And it's uh, like I, I had I, I my back how to, him like, to do my job. <laughs> I, I had my back to him, and I'm like, how you doing? He's like, I'm tired. And I turned around, and it literally looked like he just woke up at a sleepover. <laughs> 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 like, you know when you're coming to your friend's house, you're yeah. like, sh- your nightshirt's all pulled down and stuff? Yeah. But you how got it, Lost looked. Baby. You got it. <laughs> Zelda, in review. Tuesday, everybody.
2: Later today. Four I was hours watching
0: content. on live on YouTube.
1: Square Enix isn't making next-gen exclusives for a bit. Will other companies follow suit? This comes from Samuel Tolbert. At windows central if you intend to stick to your current consoles for the time being you'll still be able to play new square enix titles for a while according to a QA held during the company's recent financial results briefing square enix is not interested in making games exclusive to the xbox series x and the playstation playstation 5 for the time being and will instead develop cross-generation games when asked about the company's plans for next generation consoles square enix stated quote the next generation consoles will have backward compatibility so we plan for we plan for the time being we plan, for the time being, to make our own to make our new titles available for both current and next generation titles or generation consoles. It will therefore be somewhat for, farther down the road that we release titles exclusively for next generation consoles. Will others follow that suit? It that's written twice. I was very confused. Um, I I don't see why not. Right? If you're a company, if you're a third party, and you're making games. Why would you make games exclusive to the new console when you could make the game when you could make a PS4 game that is also playable on PS5 and everybody can play it?
0: I saw this when it went through the news cycle last week. I think we talked about it uh, on Games Daily because it was uh, you know it's headline, it's news. You want to talk about it, but yeah, this is so classic video games, right? Like we talk about this all the time. Like if you're if this is your first console launcher, you just haven't been paying attention, right? Like third-party publishers have no real allegiance to the console manufacturers. Yeah. So it's great you want to make a new PlayStation 5 PlayStation. There's 106 million PlayStation 4s. Even even if you sell gangbusters with PlayStation 5 day and date, that's still a minuscule amount of users compared to this, let alone to Square's point that everything's backwards. It's all backwards compatibility, so why would I care? Yeah. Like, if there's money tossed your way from a console manufacturer, if there is a team that feels they can only do what their, their vision is or their vision will be so much better by the tech that's a different thing if it's something you want to get started like you know how we always talked about uh watchdogs right when the, when that debuted as the first next gen yeah in quote games we had ever seen back then like that's trying to make a new ip synonymous with it mm-hmm. and so if square is just worried about putting out like the games that sell guess what everybody like the fucking Avengers aren't gonna need the help of the PlayStation Five limited launch library. Yeah. Let alone that Avengers is gonna run on a PlayStation Five. Let alone, according to PlayStation, it's gonna run better on a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Bef- without anything. I happening. really want to know how the box art. Is gonna start looking
1: for PlayStation because this is a this is the thing that Tim has been bringing up, right? How is that box art gonna look for the Xbox Series X versus the Xbox One and all that stuff? I want to know how P- the the PS5 box art looks versus the PS4 box art because like Avengers this is gonna come out at the end of the PS4 generation. It's been marketed as a PS4 game. Yep. I don't even think they've said the words PS5 for Avengers, but it's gonna be playable on the PS5, and I'm sure there will be some marketing around. Hey, this is this is also coming to PS5 or like some kind of like ps5 logo on the com- in the commercial or whatever it may be right so i wonder if there is going to be like a a box with the ps4 and ps5 logo on it sure. for games that are coming out this year that are going to transition to next gen
0: yeah i mean you know well, be that we've talked window. about this a lot and or last week i think was the when we were talking about xbox's announcements and how that influences playstation we glossed over and i it didn't make a big deal about it but a lot of people sent me stuff so clearly they thought it deserved to be talking about uh-huh. the box, how the way Xbox does their Xbox backward stuff now. Yeah, where you'll see a game that has this green th- stripe across the top and it yep. says Xbox Plus Xbox One or Xbox Three Sixty Xbox plus, Xbox Xbox
1: plus Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to because uh, we talked about last week. Was it last week we talked we talked about the big Xbox thing? And- the f-
0: I, I yes. It, uh, it, uh, in a time warpy sense, ladies and gentlemen, like Blessing said, we recorded episode 10 of PSI Love yeah. You, the under 80s already. So it feels like, it feels like it was the last it feels like episode eight PSI Love You XOXO was a week and a half ago. It's been forever. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, it was last week we talked about the smart delivery and, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I recently listened over the weekend. Because somebody wrote in with a podcast that Major Nelson did. It was like a 90-minute thing, part of the Major Nelson podcast. And it's him talking to one of the system architects of the Xbox. I think it was one of the system architects. Uh, apologies if I get that wrong.
0: Rark Murney. No. <laughs>
1: Maybe that's why I'm saying system architect. is because of the marks or anything. But um, he was talking He was talking about smart delivery and some of the features of, from Xbox One. This is the same podcast that the whole um, quick resume of different yeah, games. Yeah, multiple applications. Yeah, where to. that news came out of that podcast. So I went and listened to it. And... Uh, like, that gave me a much clearer picture of oh, smart yeah. delivery because I feel like last week I was like, I don't understand I, like, I understood what it was, but it was one of those things where I'm like how is this even going to work? Like, you know this seems very confusing, convoluted but no, it's just how it works right now, where yeah. it's like we have Xbox One, we have Xbox 360 games that take advantage of Xbox One uh, the power of Xbox One, Xbox One X right? We have 4K games uh, we had like Sonic Generations that I played, right? That can run in four
0: so K. Always goes back to Sonic. It always
1: goes days. back to Sonic Generations because that's the last game I played, okay? okay. Uh, or the last game I played, that took a, took advantage of the four K and all that stuff. And so the way that Larry Larry described it, it was out of Larry's guess, but what the way this? they described oh, it suddenly
0: on a first name basis. With <laughs> yeah, <Alice in laughs> sorry,
1: Mr. Herb. <laughs> 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 uh, the way that they described it on the podcast was, yeah, you will basically be downloading the assets, like the new mm-hmm. assets for the the Xbox series game, if you're playing an Xbox One game, and that's how smart delivery is going to work. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, that's way more clear th- than I felt like it read <laughs> in the thing. Um, for PS5, for PS4 to uh, to PS5, right? like Well, if
0: we can pause it for one second, because mm-hmm. so many people did write in and to talk to me about that, and I'm like, I got that. I understand that. It's City Project Red coming off the bench. Yeah. And saying, like, you should never have to buy it twice, because you don't have to buy it twice now. So, like... Them saying that, and then the way we've seen cross-gen games handled before, where there is a PlayStation a remaster. 3 and a PlayStation 4, there is a remaster. There yeah. is a difference. Like I think, That was the... Like, I don't, well, what are there, you talking it very, about? It was
1: very foggy. and what, yeah. From what I understand now, right? CD Projekt Red, they're putting out Cyberpunk 2077 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Right. Uh, yeah, Xbox One. For Xbox Series X, I and this is something I'm still not clear on, Here we go. is well, there a, a, a PS5 version of, of Cyberpunk? I don't... I don't know. The way Larry Herb described uh, smart delivery specifically <laughs> is that you will be getting the new assets on Xbox Series X. Like you'll be, you'll essentially be getting an upgrade the way we've been getting it. That doesn't imply an Xbox Series X version of Cyberpunk. Now I got to go back and read the Cyberpunk tweet because they didn't make it seem like there's gonna be a PS5 version of Cyberpunk because they said when it's available, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, exactly, it's, it's a whatever, it's a thing. Whatever. But it's, the reason why that's still pertinent is that, um, and the reason why it's, Dev, it's dev to dev who decides on you know who lets it happen is the fact that people still want to do remasters. And so if you want to sell a remaster, you then don't release like the upgraded assets. You then box it up again and then sell it as a PS5 game. Yeah. I think that's where the whole communication kind of gets weird and foggy and, and convoluted and com- confusing. Yeah. But that's that's sort of how it is.
0: All that said, jumping back to the square yeah, thing, which is to the way more thing. clear of what they're talking about, what they plan on, it's smart business and it makes yeah. sense. Why but wouldn't you do that? I think, again, like... It's, what is the selling point of the PlayStation 5? It is going to, it's the selling point that it will run faster, solid-state drive, be a better thing, better systems, better bells and whistles, better visuals, right? But for something that's backwards compatible, even when you've seen this happen before, where at the cross-generation console mark, where they put out a current-gen and a next-gen version, right? All you're ever getting the next-gen version is sharper graphics, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, usually not built for that, so it's that weird thing where it looks almost too sharp, Mm -hmm. maybe when you see these kind of games. So, like... Square is doing the right thing. Let alone the fact that yeah, they're talking about Avengers. They're talking about games that are we talked about with Rainbow Six and you know a Division and all these different games that backwards compatibility is so needed this generation because the constantly connected shared world yeah. game is uh, is this universe. That's yeah. what people
1: play. That's what we're playing. We're playing that regularly regularly now, and that's been yeah. it's popular enough to where now you don't want to cut those ecosystems in half
0: once yeah. we transition. And it'd be to a outrageous, right? This is the point we were making last week of cool you're invested in the division uh, um avengers whatever now you got to buy the playstation 5 version like no like what it should just download it should just be there or be this backwards compatibility number
1: five and i don't even know if i want to do this one or skip it because one is fuck number five yeah let's skip number five because we're deep in the (laughs) in in this show number five (laughs) is basically going to be a rumor is sony working on two consoles greg is sony working on two consoles i don't think so i don't think so either okay yeah but thanks for the the, the content, Game Rant. Uh, if you want to read more about how there are rumors about Sony working on two consoles, check out Game Rant. Number six, and there's a new segment for the X's and O's that I'm introducing called the Dreamscape. <laughs> Ah! it's a segment within a segment <laughs> yeah right. a segment because that's what ps5 watch actually is, right? it's a
0: segment within a segment within a segment right because the segment is x's and o's yeah then you had ps5 watch. oh but the, that's a separate segment. sorry though. so oh, it's my apologies it's my so yeah apologies, this is like apologies. this is a
1: this is a new block within the x's so and and O's. so this is
0: uh ps5 watch should be like 1a and this is 1b yes in terms of, got it okay yeah
1: so this is the dreamscape do you have a logo a graphic for this no i did uh. not think of that think ahead barry do you have a graphic for it no. oh okay Number six, Dreamscape is where there Dreams news because there's apparently Dreams news coming out every single week now. Thank God. Great game. Keep supporting it. Number six, does the Dreams trending tab need improvement? This is by Matt Kim of IGN. He writes, some say that the discovery tool that's meant to highlight up-and-coming projects in Dreams tends to favor viral content over original creations, something that Media Molecule says it's looking to address. One critique of the trending system is how it places more weight on games based purely on plays and not necessarily likes. In practice, this floats remakes and memes up to the top over original creations that may not have gone viral. In one thread on the PS4 uh, Dreams subreddit, with over 1.2 thousand upvotes, players are discussing ways this system can be improved. Quote, I understand that trending trending games are the most played games of the day, but what happens is that meme and superhero games that have 3k plays but only 100 likes are absolutely overshadowing great creations that have like 200 likes but only have, for example, 400 plays. End quote. Quote, feedback is a vital part of helping us shape and grow the Dreams community. I mean, a media molecule sp- spokesperson tells IGN when we reached out regarding these concerns. Quote, We started making the first changes to our recommendation and discovery algorithms in early access and plan on continuing that work to improve them as we go, end quote. Media Molecule specifically mentions the Reddit thread saying, quote, The Reddit thread currently contains some good ideas, such as the likes versus plays ratio currently, and we are certainly giving them careful consideration as part of this process, end quote. Greg, last week during my Blessing Your Dreams segment, where I tell people about the dreams <laughs> that I... That sure, I another dream that. segment on this show, sure. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a third or second <laughs> dream segment. Um, I brought to the table two games that were both remakes, right? I brought Tetris, yep. and I brought Ghost of Tsushima, which is not a game that was actually like a scene or a movie or whatever. But these are two very inspired things that are... That are recre- they're recreations. Has this been a thing for you, surfing through dreams, like seeing re- remakes and those stuff float to
0: the top more and more often? Have you noticed that? I see them a lot. Yeah, when you go to the in dreams uh, dot me page, right, and is which it an is issue also for you? the same thing. It's not an issue because I I'm down I, when I go into dream surf. Right, when I sit on down and I turn on dreams and I go into dream surfing, I know number one that I'm going to be in there for a while cuz I want to go through and find something I'm there to experience I'm there to go what's on and then I've also already built out my lists and the people I'm following and stuff like that. I uh-huh. think as you start curating and following and doing things more you start getting a better experience on there. But yeah. I do get that yeah at the front at the front door when you go in there like that's how that yoda thing i found right that when i was yeah. talking about the one thing i reported of yoda doing 911 was there <laughs> because it was trending because a million people were playing like what the fuck is this thing and i of course bit it and i was right there too and that, it is that self perpetuating cycle yeah that, you know people are on there but when you jump in here like to your point New trending dreams as we record this right now. Right, mm-hmm. number one is Sonic Generations Dreams Edition Prototype. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Number, next one is the Wonderful World of Carl Pilkington, which actually looks pretty good, and I'm adding to my play later queue right now. Uh, you go through like Time Splitters, Fight Off the Living Dead, mm-hmm. Metroid Fusion Remake. Yeah. Ger- this is the same stuff in Red Dead. The same stuff we saw over and over and over again with Little Big Planet, where it was these things would rise to the top, and what do you do about that? Like. I think they have a great answer here and a great look of what could happen. Of let's go in there and deal with not the amount of plays, but the amount of likes. Let's go in there and I think even the way Dreams has gone through and added in this, you know, you can just be instead of being even a player, a curator. Like you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I, I'm earning a lot of points in Dreams because I continue to update my Dreams list in there for my my thing. You know what I mean? Where I want you to go in there and see what I'm playing. Come on over. You know what I'm saying? What was it? Kind of funny. dot com slash Greg's Greg Dreams. dreams. Was it? it? I, maybe. If that's the one we always say and that makes sense but then I, I think that one errs to, I want, I want to make sure I'm promoting the right thing kind of Yeah.
1: this is the conversation that Money me and I want to say Gary would have had and my thing about
3: Greg's <coughs> dreams yeah.
1: my thing about the way dreams kind of sorts it's dreams in the discovery
0: creations yeah
1: yeah the creations in the discovery in the discovery tabs yeah i think there's enough variations there like as far as how they organize things because they do have the new trending dreams but then they also have the community jam dreams and then they also have new dreams and they like there's enough different tabs that you can look at and kind of Pick and choose. Yeah, that I feel like you're. You you get the variation. It's not only remakes and stuff. In the Training Dreams tab, yes, there are a of remakes, and
0: that's the way. Exactly the way they've broken. Even though I scroll through mine, right. First off, I think uh, they need a better system of getting things in front of you every day that they are curating. I think Mm -hmm. that'd be great. I know. I know there's a million things going on, but like Pip Gemwalker, which is great is still in this, like, top slot up here that I've seen a million times, right? But yeah, trending games, things are. New recommendations built off of what I'm saying is stuff I've seen before. Uh, Dreams tagged with third person, and there's Spider-Man, Giant City of Free Rome, (laughs) (laughs) Spyro the Dragon, right? Yeah. But... Collection. Other peeps by uh it's a collection from somebody I follow. Mm-hmm. And I already see interactive drum kit and all this other stuff that is not just, hey, here's something inspired by, you know, another thing or a test or a superhero like they talked about in the article. It is this different idea. And here's Dreams, yeah, you know, did something thumbed up. The
1: and, like, yeah. There's there there's a lot going on. I think it's just it's a symptom of them being still early in, early in the process, even though we're out of early access. Yeah. But I I mean, I think the Dreams tab is going to
0: continue to, like, oh, and that And to your years. point, into the you know, the point of the article and stuff, like, it is the idea that Media Molecule is on this. This is not a game they shipped and walked away from, right? Like, yeah. I was looking for it uh, when we were starting this because it was a different thing. But I saw Abby, uh, of course, from Media Molecule, responding to someone on Twitter this weekend that was asking a very intricate, detailed question of, like, uh, this is how we're working on this thing. But it would be better if me and Malcolm did this. And her, and her actually have a conversation of like, that's an interesting idea. Talk it out with me. And like, I you know, we don't currently do that, but I understand how that would be a problem. And like, it was something about a reshare and how it worked. But it was awesome to see them that frankly and openly be like, that's great. We're not prioritizing that, but how would you do it? And like mm-hmm. these real conversations of trying to build these tools for people, right? Yeah. Uh, I do have a question for you from Alexis, who wrote in. To patreoncom slash games, just like you can. With so many of Dream's most popular games being copies or recreations of existing IPs, Tetris, Final Fantasy VII, PT, etc., how is Sony planning on dealing with potential copyright infringement issues? Thanks for all you do, Alexis. Again, back to Dr- Little Big Planet. Like this is time is a flat circle. Yeah. We're just having the same conversations over and over again. Where it's like the idea here is that you can create anything you want in there. Do whatever you want. You're not making money off of it, yeah. So that's already a, a, that's like
1: the I think that's the big thing is that nobody's selling these things yet. And it's
0: and it's the same thing of if you want to be a dreams creator and you want to be promote, uh, promoted by dreams, by PlayStation, by whatever, they are never going to promote any of the things the spider-man free roam any of this other stuff right yeah. like that's not going to get into the commercials and the trailers and promoted if yeah. it did that's when i think you'd see sony and Mar- or, uh, sony haha you'd see uh marvel games come off the bench and yeah. disney come off the bench and be like what the fuck got you know what i mean but mm-hmm. like in this thing you can create whatever you want that's <laughs> happening sure and I, yeah if it was at any point a financial risk or any it was Somehow the Spider-Man game you created in dreams was so good that they were worried about that actually detracting from (laughs) Spider-Man 2 sales. Maybe you'd have an issue where Marvel games, Disney and PlayStation themselves would come in and stop you. But otherwise, no, that's not really going to happen. Yeah. Uh, number seven is going
1: to be required reading. It's uh, an article from Escapist Magazine called "Dreams Is Already Fostering the Next Generation of Game Developers." It's by Philip Boyer. I, I highly recommend people check it out. But it essentially goes into interviews with different creators in Dreams, talking about how there's a specific story that it starts off with with a person who uh, wanted to recreate No Man's Sky because they wanted to, you know, test out the tools in Dreams. Yeah. Right. And of course, you can't really recreate No Man's Sky because there's like 18 quintillion planets in there and all this different stuff. Yeah. But he they kind of talk about the fun in, in in seeing dreams tools and realizing like oh snap this has um i forget the exact actually no they say dream quote dreams is like maya unreal fruity loops sony vegas and photoshop all bundled into one 40 package uh and that's by that's said by a guy named Kevin who's the person that's being interviewed uh, Kevin Kevin, <laughs> Kevin H and so i highly recommend people go check it out i think it's an interesting read it's fun
0: i I agree with you. I think they should as well and I hope it's true because that's legitimately what media molecule is so good at and what the power of dreams is. Yeah. Because again, like I you know I have it on we're about to get into what you've been playing. Actually, yeah. we're in what you've been playing everybody. Congratulations. Hello. We're, we're in the next segment. And both you and I have dreams on our list. Yeah. And my dreams experience this week has not been playing as much as trying to get my shit ducks in a row for creating and I got my art asset back from the person I... I I'm game directing this thing, uh-huh. right? Because I have no talent. So I know I got to record a bunch of VO. I got the big art ass, art asset back that I had requested. And it's awesome. And it's that thing of getting it, looking at it, realizing how cur- creative and amazing uh, my collaborator is, then starting to think about what I need to do with it, starting to think about the next thing I need from everybody else. And like, the fact that that is happening with someone as scatterbrained and busy and overworked as I am, that I am having those, uh, you look at now the other people out there who are making full-fledged games with their friends and this is their outlet. They, they come home and this is all they do. The people who are, when I look at their profiles, you know, 136 their level in Dreams or whatever to my 13. Like, yeah. there all, is an entire community out there that is just so all-fucking-about-this and in making creative amazing shit that, yeah, I can't wait to see what they make in dreams but then yeah what happens after that and Mm -hmm. what this platform becomes how many people do get inspired to go out and find you know what's going on we always joke around about like when not joke around even when we had snake pass in here a long time ago right Uh, yeah yeah, and like the the fact that those guys some of them had been little big planet creators that had been hired on to test out little big planet 3 and then stuck around and did the game jam and made their own things and like that is more real than ever with dreams especially as even if dreams and we don't know, obviously, how it's going to do in terms of sales and money and all that jazz that's very important to a company. We don't know how that will actually do in net out. But the fact that I know the industry is watching Dreams, where it legitimately – I think it was a question leading up to it, and it, we're already over it with a resounding yes, that if you want to make games and make assets and make art, I think you can go to a – GDC, you can apply for an internship. You can talk to somebody and show a Corey Barlog or whoever, this is what I made, and have them take you seriously and be like, oh, awesome, I do understand Dreams, and I understand those tools, and that's very different than what we use, but you have talent here. There's something here. Let me encourage you and work with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been somewhat of my experience in Dreams this last week as I've been not creating, I've been playing. I found one creator, right? Their name is Mr. Casey Jones. And let me tell you, I... Mr. Casey Jones is my favorite creator in Dreams. Somebody sent wow. me. Somebody sent me one of their games uh, called Opposite Day Two: Regular Day uh, by uh, uh, by Mr. Casey Jones, and I guess this is gonna be my Blessing Your Dream segment where we talk about different dreams
3: and or whatever.
0: No, that's oh sorry, that's Mr. And then Casey yes. Jones. Then Casey Jones. All one word. Yeah. Right now, uh, a 102 level creator.
1: So, Mr. Casey Jones makes comedy games, right? He makes games called Opposite. He has, a, he has a series called Opposite Day. And yeah. he's made like 80 of these things, uh, eight of these things, not 80. And they're all hilarious, right? It's walking sim comedy. Like, it's him being cheeky, it's him being funny. Bear, could you go guy. to like the beginning of it to where, like, um, yeah, like around there? Cause basically this is Opposite Day 2, which if you're gonna check out Opposite Day games, I highly recommend starting off with 2. (laughs) I guess 2 is the best one, (laughs) right? But basically it's a walking sim. He's going around and there's text on walls. And if you read the text, right? um, They're all jokes. They're all jokes, right? This one isn't actually really a joke. This one's actually kind of a actual one. But it's basically bit after bit after bit after bit. If you played a game like Jazzpunk or if you played What's it called? The game that they're actually re-putting out again for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, it's a walking sim. Stanley Parable. If you play Stan- Stanley Parable, right, it has some of that kind of tone to it. Sure. Where it's it's goofy, it's fun, and he's just very clever. <laughs> like, all, all of the bits are very, I'm not going to say very funny, but they catch me off guard like over and over and over and over again. Um... And so, like here, you're walking through a hallway, right? If you look at this wall, right, it really didn't—it didn't really matter what order you press those buttons. That's kind of—that's kind of—that's kind of how wacky these dreams are. Sure. Um, Opposite day is a bit of a misnomer. It's okay. Well, he's going too fast, so I can't read what's going on. But basically, each of the texts are different bits. It's really funny. I spent—I feel like most of my weekend playing these games and having a blast. Are they that deep? Or is there that many of them? No. I mean, there's like, there's so there's eight of them. Each of them they fluctuate. But they're from, like, 30 minutes to maybe an hour
0: gotcha. each. Remember, everybody can go to indreams.me slash Mr. Casey Jones. You can follow there. Uh, and that way you can see all the creations. Uh, here's what I'm going to let Mr. Casey Jones speak for himself. Mm-hmm. My real name is Casey, and I live in Oregon, USA. I was born in the 1900s, and I like pizza. The thing we call dreams has been the perfect platform for me to express myself and get ideas out of my head that just couldn't be done anywhere else. It's been a great experience even at these early stages. Also, I've never had an audience for anything before. I can't believe people play games that I've made. What a time to be alive for someone who can't code but wants to make games. Thank you so much for spending time with my creations. His bio says, I'm here to play slash see things that are only in dreams to make things that don't already exist and explore the relationship between creator and player. That's awesome. That is exactly what you want out of a Dreams creator. That's perfect. Yeah.
1: yeah. So Mr. Casey Jones is my favorite right now. Like, I have legitimately enjoyed... Uh, his games like a lot (laughs) it's ridiculous how like good he is at at one delivering comedy and it's like also like clean comedy which i didn't realize it until i probably got into like the fourth or fifth one where he like referenced that he wasn't saying curse words or whatever and i was like oh "Oh, yeah you haven't been (laughs) (laughs) like i didn't even think about that um very clever he has so many
0: creations up here too yeah yeah he's like he
1: has a thing he also has a dreams tube which is like his video series on in dreams where it's dude he's He's really good. I was already I,
0: following, but I don't I I think it was one I, I did a mass follow trying to get the trophy, which I got, no big deal.
1: Boom. And so check out Mr. Casey Jones. Uh, another one I want to highlight. It, what did that did that get the blessing seal of approval? I honestly all the ones I'm about to talk about are gonna get it and it's so all we'll way to the end and all. Oh I'll wow, say, one big question. I'll say all of them get the seal of approval the because out. these are all good, yeah. Dream playable synth. This isn't a game. This is somebody literally made a damn. Uh, yeah. Like a musical tool, right? that uh, has oscillators, it has mixers, it has effects, right? you can you can mess mess around with the delays, all this different stuff, right? If you like making use making music and messing around with these type this type of thing, uh, this thing surprisingly works <laughs> like that's the thing that kind of blew me away is that right if you look at the um I'm trying to think of of what these things are actually called, like the actual like like machines for <laughs> making music <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a weird way to put it. but like this is a keyboard. well, not just the key, it's not just a keyboard though. It's like um... Barry. You know what I'm talking about?
4: Uh,
1: Andy. N- yeah,
4: a- Andy, Andy will be know. able. To Andy. To,
1: Andy will be able to to know what I'm talking about.
0: What's this called? Come here. Right? Come here and get on this microphone. Not that one. This one. Nobody will be able to hear you. Barrett doesn't have the power to pull it up in time.
1: I pulled it up in like 0. 0.5 what seconds. Do you what? Like what do mean? Like this as like this entire thing.
0: Oh, like an MPK or?
1: I guess. Like this is not like a. Um, like two, you know, like um, massive or like Move. nexus in Fruity Loops. Like, or is there not like a name oh, for oh, like?
4: Oh, like, yeah, it's a um, it's an audio. Oh, shit! Oh my god! Yeah, see, me. that's what I'm sorry. There, there's all these different programs, but it, yes. th- but there's a word that you say to like. Oh, this OST? is OST my- Is that that's a, that's official check <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Though. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Well, they're like, hey, here's this piece of hardware, this MPK, this piano, and it can be used with a bunch of different, ver- a, b- a variety of blank. And it's like your preferred audio. Fuck. Chat? Does chat know? No. Hmm. Damn. It's like v- VST? Huh? VST? VST? Yeah. yeah. No, Ooh. wait. No, I don't know. Let me. Know I don't know if that's that.
1: just a specific Fruity Loops thing.
0: Let me know when you find out. But basically, Man, what a fucking whiff from <laughs> Nitro <laughs> Rifle. But you basically, I mean? it's an
1: app you can use to make music. Um, and like, yeah, all the effects on the thing work, right? And so you can do, you can mess around with the delay, mess around with the decay, mess around with the with oscillators, the with the yeah, with the DK, um, all that stuff. It works. It's a playable synth. It's great. And then lastly, I want to highlight the Water Gardens by Half Up. Okay. Uh, this is ba- basically a. I guess I can call it a 3D platformer. And he, they actually made a trailer, if you want to press play on wow. the trailer. Wow. Uh, it has a really cool art style. It's pulled out from far, Very colorful kind of thing. Now, is that
0: the St. Louis arch, or is that a Borderlands vault? You'll be the judge when you play this. Yeah.
1: Play it. Figure it out. But, yeah, you're basically going through these different environments, collecting these shapes. And, and it's like a... This looks great. No, yeah, it looks amazing. The Water amazing. Garden's by half up. The Water Garden's by half up. Uh, it was a nice, fun, quick experience. And that's, my, that's been my favorite thing about dream so far is that I... Like It always kind of sucks being like, I want to play a new game, but you know I don't want to spend 10 hours <laughs> it's that, jumping into a the, big game.
0: What I, always, what I love about Dreams and why it works so well for me is that, that idea where, man, I'm excited for the Division, but it's not here, or the Warlords, but it's not here yet. So I'm, oh, here, Andy figured it out, everybody. Andy figured it out. He went over there. Cool Greg told him, because Cool Greg knows.
4: No, I just Googled it. Uh, uh, it's a DAW. A DAW
0: yes. Thank you. Audio Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God.
4: Just send
2: in
3: cool
0: grade. God. Was I was me. just sweating because I couldn't think of the word. I was like, what is this word? I know the word, but it just escaped me. Uh, but in being in the mood for one game, and but you don't have it or you're whatever. And, yeah. and then you don't want to start a new game because, yeah, you don't have 10 hours, nor do you want the 30 to 45 minutes of tutorialing where you're not even in the real game. Whereas, like, Dreams, you jump in, you're playing, you're doing your thing, you're finding these levels, you're going, or worlds, and yeah. finding what you want to do in them.
1: And so like, I, I, I appreciated this game because it was a quick experience, it was, like 45 minutes long. And it was just like a quick like, hey, here's some platforming. Here's like a couple of puzzles to solve. And it was over. And it d- did not overstay its welcome. And it felt chill. It felt laid back. And I had a really good time with all of them. And so all of them get the blessing seal of approval. Barrett. Oh, he's asleep on the job.
0: blessing yes i'm glad you still have your seal of approval still bummed i don't have one but whatever it's your thing don't do you want one we can make you one we can combine these segments like i said my dreams time has mainly been uh creating which is weird and different and cool uh however i did want to give a shout out to one robert mims if you scroll down a little bit in the doc barrett you'll see a link there for him he's the question underneath my dream segment uh he wrote in to patreon.com slash games and says, not a question, but I did want to check in with Greg about my squad up last week. You know, when he called me the fuck out for not having created anything in Dreams. You remember this? John L. Ace Esquire was the squad <laughs> up last week who wanted people to create with him in Dreams, had created jack shit. And he's like, well, I'll come and help you do anything. I'm great. And he had done nothing. Well, anyways, Robert slash John la continues. Well, between work and school this past week, I've been working on something. It's incredibly small, nothing impressive in the slightest, but it's the seed for something bigger. I'm making a short animated film called oh. Of Wormrest, and I hope to be able to show you more in the future. Oh. My squad up still stands, too. If you want to make cool stuff in dreams, hit me up. I have loads of stuff to learn, but I am hooked on dreams. Love, Robert. PSN. John. J-O-H-N. L. Ace. A-C-E, Esquire. Uh, yeah, you can see Barrett pulled it up over here. Of course, you can go to indreams.me dreamsme slash John L. Ace Esquire, and you can see a w- uh, warm rest there, which looks awesome. It looks like a, set, a little castle setting there, yeah. and creepy as hell. It looks cool. I so, shout out to you, John L. Ace, answering the call. When I was like, he, wants, he says he can do anything, and he's done nothing. You did something? Congratulations to you. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Bless. What else have you been playing?
1: I've been playing a little bit of Bloodborne. Mm. Uh, a little bit more of bloodborne sure yeah. i finally so basically what happened when i when i last talked about bloodborne because i don't i don't think it's really a spoiler i, I didn't talk about it because i didn't know what constitutes a spoiler in bloodborne but sure. i'm going to talk about you, it die, a you die a lot you die a lot basically i got caught by a snatcher and basically what these guys do is randomly as you're playing right these are very powerful people or very powerful creatures, whatever they are, I don't know if anybody in Bloodborne is human, they, (laughs) if they kill you they kidnap you and then they take you to a, to like apparently one of the most difficult parts in the game and so I got stuck there and I was like, I don't know how to leave this place and I'm very stubborn and I don't look up guides and I feel like Bloodborne as a game really wants you to like either look up guides or like really want to like scrape around the whole environment, like scrape around all the environments to figure out how to get out of a place or figure out where is what but basically I got stuck in a loop where I kept dying because i would keep going into the wrong room that had like a, a bunch of strong dudes in it um basically i figured out how to get out of there by cheesing two of the how you, do how you play yeah i had, had to cheese a couple enemies because they were very strong killed them found the way out now i'm back in the game and man bloodborne <laughs> man that's always <laughs> how that's not any
0: conversation about bloodborne yeah
1: does. it's for i'm having as much fun as i am with the game as i'm having as much frustration and anxiety and just like dread about playing the game because it is such a one it's it's punishing but then also like it's scary and terrifying i can get past the punishing and difficulty of it but everything in the game either crawls or slithers or surprises you and i'm just like i don't i hate all of it but the game (laughs) is my life yeah I, i hate it so much but I enjoy, like, the actual combat and the actual, like, you know, killing and, you know, having to, to – not wanting to lose my blood echoes. Like, that experience, I'm like, this is actually – this is really fun. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, everything in that game is scary. And so I – I, I – I'm – I'm playing it. I'm probably having the, like the slowest Bloodborne playthrough of all time. Like I should have beaten the next boss by now, Vicar Amelia, but I I'm just I've just been taking it so slow because I not I've been trying not to get married to the game. And so like this weekend I took a break and I was like, "All right, I'm going to play I'm going to find another single player action adventure game that I can j- jump into." And I started playing Dying Light, which I don't want to I don't want to talk sure. about my experience yet because I want to have something to talk about. Next episode, or I guess two episodes from now, when we come back, and hopefully I'll, I would have beaten Dying Light by then. Um, but aside from Bloodborne, been playing, or I, I previewed Final Fantasy 7 Remake. YouTube.com slash so Kind of Funny Games. Yeah, we did a whole First Impressions on it. Me, Tim, Andy, Cortez. Audio podcast available, wherever podcasts are. Mm-hmm. Gamescast uh, podcast feed. And yeah, dude, that game is incredible. Like yeah? It's, it's going to be awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah. I put it on like the same level as Doom Eternal and... Um, it was like one other game I had in that category. As far as like how games are going to stack up by the end of the year, where I think like like the big the big dogs are going to be Last of Us and Cyberpunk as the, as I see it, right. And then right under that, I think is going to be Doom twenty sixteen, Final, Final Fantasy seven remake, and uh, RE three. I probably I could probably see in there. Uh, the for a game of the year, for a game of the year, yeah,
0: Doom twenty sixteen. Or Do-
1: Doom Eternal, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't even
0: really know what year it is. Um, it be, I mean, that's a great game. It's hard to believe I mean, it honestly, came back. I game of the year every year.
1: <laughs> but th- this is my first experience. This is going to be my first experience with Final Fantasy VII, I should say. Like, my first full experience because I've tried out the Maker Reactor section of the original Final Fantasy VII yeah. specifically. And I played that, like, multiple times and I never really made a pass because I couldn't get invested in, in it because Final Fantasy VII is an old game by now and it's been one of those things where old it's, like, old. old game's old and... Uh, I that game is kind of aged weirdly in terms of playing it as a game. Granted, it's it's, it's turn based, and so it's not like playing like a action heavy game. But still, it's one of those things where it's like I just don't feel my I don't feel invested in this. Yeah. And so playing the demo for the remake, like the preview demo, not the demo that's up on PlayStation um, on the PlayStation Store, the demo we did, me and Tim did, was like three four hours long. We played different sections of the game. Ways Do you know how long this PlayStation Store demo
0: is? I think it's I think just it's, the first chapter. It's what I did at PAX, right? No, you well, why, why yeah, would yeah, I, you I know? But it's, I it's where I fight the scorpion yes. or spider guy or whatever. Yeah, it right? was yeah. like the first boss. Yeah, yeah, okay. In like the The Mako dude. Whatever. Yeah, the Mako uh, no. section.
1: The the ways in which they present the story and present the narrative in this remake really actually have me. Fascinated and invested in what's going on in a way that I did not feel when I was originally playing the game. I didn't really care about what was going on at all. I was just like, okay, cool. This, I got to blow up this place. Whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> the ways in which they they present the story beats and they present the like the situation at hand as far as Cloud Barrett, not you Barrett, but the Barrett in the game. Uh, uh, that 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 whole crew being involved with like environmental activism and trying to save the world by by causing destruction and all this stuff. I'm like, wow, this is actually very deep, and I'm actually interested in everything that's going on. Let alone the characters, the ways in which they 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 interact. Though, like, I don't know if this is in the demo. Actually, I don't know if this is a spoiler, so I probably can't say it. But there are certain scenes where where you know Cloud will meet a character, and I was like, that was a very that was kind of a weird meeting, but whatever. It was very, like, anime in that sort of way. But still, there is a lot of heart in it, which I appreciate. And, like, yeah. the characters and the way they, they, they talk and the in the ways the, in which they, they present that I, I really like. And the gameplay, I think, is, is really fun. It's it's action RPG-ish in the ways that it doesn't downplay the RPG half of it. Okay. right? Like, it feels very much strategic still like even though it's it's not turn based even though it's it's it is like you are mashing square to get off your combos it still does feel like you have to be attentive and you have to manage like okay what is this enemy's weakness all right who do i need to switch to in order to activate this move all right how do i need to get into my menu so i can you know use this ability all that stuff i think really feels strategic and i was very much into the combat and yeah if you want to hear more of what i have to say check out first impressions youtube.com kind of funny games
0: there it is good job good yeah
1: plan. uh really really enjoyed my demo aside from that
0: i played aside a l- from that you've been playing like 900 things
1: <laughs> yeah i've been playing a lot a lot uh one punch man a hero nobody knows i played a little bit of that over the last week how that held up i it was fun for the first 30 minutes <laughs> about right and then at a certain point i was like why is there so much talking in this game that i it's a fighting game and this you're, you're put into like this overworld and you're 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 playing your own hero that you create one punch man by the way are you familiar with one punch man yeah it's basically a parody of like in anime and so the whole deal with one punch man is that the main character in one one punch man is a guy this guy named saitama i almost called him one punch man which might also be his name i don't know but saitama is basically so powerful that he can kill anybody with one punch He's bored as hell, right? And he's bored. Yeah, that's that's like the whole conceit of the show is that it's a parody. He's bored because he's so strong and he's the hero and all that stuff. And I was expecting this game to kind of take advantage of that, which they they do a little bit, but in ways where I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you can play a Saitama and get one punch on a character and they're dead. And that happens a few (laughs) times. All right, cool. And it's like that happens and it's like, all right cool for the most part you're playing as your own created character and you're getting to fights all the characters are kind of generic because that's kind of the nature of the anime is that everybody else in the anime is pretty generic i feel like like is it it being a parody it is parodying like the known stereotypes yeah the known stereotypes the the ridiculousness of like these heroes and villains in in in, in anime and it feels like playing this game that it didn't uh, the game almost doesn't understand that it's a parody (laughs) and so i'm just playing like these stereotypical like you know boring uh, characters and I'm just like all right cool and I'm fighting and the fighting system's not that great it's like serviceable but it's not that great and so I had fun at first punching punching people and using the special moves but after a certain point I was like all right this feels like there's no skill to it and so yeah
0: it's it, it was it was whatever <laughs> <laughs> it was whatever yeah sounds about right greg what about you all been playing uh like i said dreams and the creation suite which has been really cool been working on a game for a review that i can't talk about uh i had done a whole bunch more Fortnite. we streamed Fortnite. you can catch that on youtube.com slash kind of funny games me barrett andy tearing it up mainly me 13 limbs no big deal you know what i mean barrett you can say you're impressed it's okay
2: i mean how many were bots though greg
0: you know it doesn't matter because it's fucking a kill a kill is a kill, is a kill and the xp's the xp don't try to take this away from me all, right? all right wash your tongue oh my god i watched that and it was it was hypnotic uh for me like i said the big thing this week is going to be the division two warlords of new york uh off to canada tomorrow night on a red eye but you bet your ass i'm i'm packing that ps4 10 new levels to tear through of course fran and i had gotten to go and play uh warlords a couple weeks ago for preview and it's just exactly what i'd want out of division new a giant new area over in new york you know division two was all set in dc now you're over in new york more gear to chase more story more level uh and then next week once this is out for one week, they introduce seasons, which mm-hmm. will be these three-month seasons that are just what you'd expect based on Fortnite and Apex and all that stuff, right? Of like, yeah. it's a season where you, hey, there's a hundred ranks to go up through that via XP. There's multipliers. There's a battle pass. There's unlocking all this stuff. Like, it sounds for somebody who loves the Division gameplay as much as I do, it's exactly what I want out of it: of a reason to turn on the Division whenever I'm in that moment of like, what should I play? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll do the Division. Crank out a few levels or whatever. Work on that. So I'm super stoked to get home and do that. But like I said, got to watch fucking right. Shazam. Oh, however, I want to give everybody a shout the other thing I played this week, Firewall Zero Hour. Oh, oh Last yeah. Last week, of course, <laughs> we did. Uh, the first ever PSI Love You XO XO Playdate, uh, where we invited all of you to download the free uh, PlayStation game of the month, Firewall Zero Hour, and then play with us in VR. Of course, Blessing immediately screwed it up.
1: I, de- I, I went and played after after you guys. Oh okay. Did you yeah. play with
0: any fans? You didn't run anybody? No. No, of course not. And the, I sucked.
1: No. I don't even think I got one. actually no I got one, literally one kill. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm playing with a controller and Yeah, I, but you didn't update the game beforehand. I also so I didn't you up, got I didn't update the game. There was like the a game. 5 gig update. Like, it was not even 5. It was like 18 gigs wow, you say? Okay, yeah, and do it. it took like an hour and a half for it to download. And I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, when that was happening, I was like, "Oh, I'll just play Beat Saber." So I also <laughs> played Beat
0: Saber. Well, that's your problem. You can't download if you da- if you play something while you download something, it takes even longer. Even if it's not online, though? Mm. Well, it, everything's online, right? In some way.
1: It, it's it just leaderboards. D- but and but
2: just th- Think about it. It's processing, still, power. it processing power it's like your, is being your CPU. allocated from uh, being able to download to uh, running how a much, game.
1: Po- how much processing power is needed to download a thing?
0: I mean... And none of us are system architect... Yeah, I'm not right? Kevin, I can't tell uh, you. Mark Cerny, like, call
1: c- me up. I want to know <laughs> why yeah. can't I download and play at the same time. When
0: well, you call your best friend Larry. Uh, Jacuzzi Strangler writes in. To patreon.com slash kind of funny games, it says, uh, Will you and Papa Bless be doing more PSI Love XOXO. playdates with the kind of funny best friends in the future? Party time, Schwing, and I had a blast playing Firewall with you, Greg. <laughs> Part of what made the experience so amazing for us is that Firewall, like many PSVR games and the platform itself, does not have the mainstream appeal of games like COD or FIFA. While games like Firewall, la- what? Uh, when he says, while games like Firewall lack in mass adoption, they make up for it in tight-knit, friendly, grassroot-type communities. Playing games like Firewall on PSVR satisfies a tinge of childhood nostalgia for me. Friday nights, going through the aisles of the local blockbuster with my older brother looking for some obscure title that we heard about from some friends that we could play together on our Sega Genesis. It was awesome to have you out there in the wild, and Schwing and I would love to hop into a few more PSVR multiplayer games that use that kind of funny TLC that's the whole point. Again, like you know, PlayStation approached us saying like, "Hey, we're do- it's, you know, it's the free thing." They hit up me and David from Upload VR, and we're like, "You know, can we do a stream? Can we do this thing?" And I was like, "We can't support a stream, but I'm down to support this because obviously, first contact was so awesome about coming in, being on the PlayStation VR show, hanging out with us, and talking. And obviously, I love that game Firewall so much. Uh, you know, David for Upload streamed it that night. We got in there and we just ran random games with everybody out there, and had everybody come to one thing. I definitely think we'll do it in the future, whether it will be PlayStation VR or not. Who knows? who's to say but i'd love your uh feedback i can put it in the form i should make a note right now before everyone form that says from but i'll understand feedback psvr game if it's not there in the morning on the participation thread for ps i love you which of course you can get at kind patreon uh tweet me everybody and i'll add it in there so we can get suggestions for other games to play that we could all jump in and do a game night but if you didn't know it's too late now because it's march but firewall zero what a game so yeah. much fun you know what I mean? Playing with that, uh, the, you know, aim move controllers. I'm sad, I,
1: I'm sad I didn't have that. I I didn't figure out until some uh, messing around with it that I couldn't play with just the move controllers that I needed the actual attachment. Yeah, or, otherwise you had to play with the DualShock. Yeah, know. and so I was kind of bummed out <laughs> Bummed out that I couldn't play sure. uh, with move controllers. My I, biggest,
0: my big problem is that, and they, I think it was actually Schwing who was asking me about it, right? Is that I wanted, so many people make, they 3D print the, the stocks. Because you know how, like, you have the the move, do we have the gun here? By any chance, Barry, have you seen that aim control around here? Last time I saw it. Did Kevin take it home?
2: It was at your desk, so. Oh, shit, yeah. If it's not over there, then I don't know. No, no it right. might be. It doesn't matter. But you
0: have it, but like, so you're aiming like this or whatever. Uh-huh. But like, people were 3D printing stocks. That's so you can put really them to your cool. shoulder and do it. And that's like, awesome. Somebody asked me, and I was like, fuck, no, I never did. I'd love to do that. If you make those, hit me up. I came over great game on Twitter because I'm really it cool. Off you. Great game, amazing stuff. It's cool how much they've added to it, how much they've changed, how much fun it still is to play. Uh, if you didn't know, it's, you know. Rainbow Six terrorist hunt, but it's in VR and it all works. And you walk around in real time, four V four, you you know, defend, then you attack, and vice versa. So much fun. Signal jammers are the bane of my existence. Cause like you have to hack the computer to win, right? So there'd be matches where we'd killed everybody, but then to use the computer we had to destroy the the jammer. But like you can since it's VR, you can hide it wherever you can hide it. So mm-hmm. people like, you know, go under the tables and hide them and they just have to keep them in range. So you're like walking around listening for beeps and maybe they're above you on the ceiling above. And it's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You don't care. (laughs) Um, Blessing. Of course, what we play every week is one PSN game in a segment we call. 104 PSN games ranked. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, you go to kindofunnycom slash 104 list. Each week, we read through the drop on the PlayStation blog and pick a different PSN game to play. The next week, we report back to you and rank all the games in one ridiculous list. The rules are simple. We can't pick the same game. We can't pick something that's AAA, and it should be something we were going to play anyway. Uh, today, we'll be adding six, two more games, which will bring us to a total of 16. Currently, the top 10 look like this. You can get the full list, like I said, kindofunnycom slash 104 list. Number one. Darwin Project, number two, Foxyland 2, number three, Mosaic, number four, Zombie Army 4, Dead War, number five, Under Hero. number six, It Came From Space and Ate Our Brains, number seven, Throw Anything, number eight, Earth Knight, number nine, Hunt Showdown, number ten, Graveyard Keeper. This week, blessing out Jr., mm-hmm. you drew Space Channel 5 VR, kind of funky newsflash. Yeah. I drew Spartan Fist. Who would like to begin? I can begin. Okay.
1: Space Channel 5 VR kind of funky newsflash. It was a disappointment. Oh, <laughs> no! Upon disappointment. No! Because the, the sucky thing about the game is, like, at its very core, it's, like, somewhat fun. But the game is, I kid you not, 25 to 30 minutes long. And that's about it. And so I got it. I, I uh, we, we didn't get codes, and so I I bought it on the store. And it was, like, 40 bucks, Which made me think, oh, this is about to be, like, a media experience. It's a real All game, right. yeah. Yeah, it's PSVR. And basically, it's, it's Space Channel 5, right? It is a call and response rhythm game. Uh, it, since you're in VR, you're playing with the move controllers, and you're actually doing the movements to, to, the, to the music, right? And so yeah. it, is, it is Ulala, who is like the main girl in Space Channel 5. You know her. <laughs> yeah, you know Ulala. Uh, she, basically, there is a space invasion, and the way you solve the space invasion is through dance. You dance, and all your problems are solved. Also, you're on a news station for some reason. And you're following Ulala's Why movements. Not? You're 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 dancing against aliens. The aliens will do like a movement and so they'll be like left, right, chew or well they say chew, but they're saying shoot, I believe. And so it's like left, right, shoot, shoot, and you do you 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 uh, repeat those movements back to them. Kind of like Parappa the Rapper, that okay. kinda that kind of call and, call and response movement and so you do the moves left right shoot shoot and you're taking through these you're taking through four different stages each stage is probably like six to seven minutes long and I finished it and when I finished it I was like I can't believe this is over because it like when I say it was 25 minutes long like I was expecting this game to be I don't know man two to three hours sure I was expecting it to feel like a full experience like I paid 40 bucks <laughs> and so I was expecting it to be substantial and I finished it and I was like oh, all right, maybe if I go to the arcade mode and the arcade mode is literally just the story mode again. Oh. And I was like, oh, all right. And then there's like one other mode that's like the 100 uh, challenge mode or whatever, but I didn't even bother because I was like, all right, oh, I'm already done with this thing because it's not, it's, it's fun enough to where I, I, I would have liked more, but not fun enough to where I, I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody. Like, I, I could only mm. recommend it to people who, who are really into Space Channel 5. If you are not a fan of Space Channel 5, do not get this game. Like I don't think it's worth it. It, it, um, like the music itself was like fine. The the um, detection on the moves didn't even feel like it was that tight. Mm. Like I, I hit all the moves. I was getting I was getting perfects, and so I wasn't even thinking of the re- re- the replayability is there. I was getting like I was doing perfect runs by the time I got to the third and fourth level third and fourth stage okay and so it wasn't like oh i'm gonna try this to get over and over again to get trophies or anything like i had gotten trophies <laughs> for like <laughs> i got perfect, trophies god damn it yeah <laughs> for getting perfect runs and so you know that wasn't there like it's a it's a rhythm game it's a dance game and since it's psvr you can only really play single player okay and so i feel like dance games only being single player is kind of eh because I feel like that kind of experience you want to have with other people, right? You think of Just Dance, you think of stuff like that. You think of Dance This Revolution. And I guess Dance This Revolution is a game you can play by yourself. But still, this kind of game where it is motion-based, you kind of want to play with other people and you, you can't. So overall, I was bummed with it. Mainly, mainly for the lack of content, though. That was like the big egregious thing. If this had more content, then I, I'd be a little bit more positive on it. But overall, it was not a good experience. Lame. Or, overall, it was
0: it was a very short experience, which made it, which made it not a good experience. Sure. Well, the track if the tracking isn't good either on the move, yeah. it's not doing anything.
1: It wasn't like terrible, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a similar experience. I did Spartan Fist, which is from Glass Bottom Games. The people working on Skatebird, who was like, "Hell yeah!" and they were part of the showcase. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing this, and this looked totally cool." And I jumped in, and I was like, "Oh no, like no, this isn't no. totally cool, and it's not uh-huh. bad. It's just like..." I feel like it is one note throughout. And this is, you know, the whole point of the 104 PSN games ranked, right, is us playing these different PSN games, uh, screwing around with them. These aren't full-fledged reviews by any stretch of the imagination, right? Uh-huh. So what had happened is we had picked this. I had gotten a code. I had jumped in and started playing it, I think, Tuesday of last week. And I as soon as I started it up and played it, I was like, oh, man, like the, the neon pink of this the text and, or the font they're using, yeah. just even the way the camera's moving is giving me a headache, and I'm like, uh. that's got to be me being exhausted, right? And I put it down. I'm like, I'll come back when I'm not exhausted. Got caught up in my review, and like literally last night in bed, I was like, oh yeah, show, PS, I love you tomorrow. Oh fuck. Uh-huh. And so I downloaded, it, played it at my desk, and it's it's. I still find the colors and font egregious, and like ah, they're grating on me, right? Yeah. But like the camera isn't as, isn't that bad. But overall, the game is just a first person puncher. So you're running it's a first person uh puncher roguelike. So you're running, you know, you kill some stuff, you earn some coins, you come back and then you can, you know, go to an upboard, uh, upgrade board and buy different kinds of fists to use that or buy different kinds of fists that you'll then be able to find in the level to use. Mm-hmm. But it's literally I just feel like from what I played, it's totally one note of like the environments all feel the exact same look the exact same. Like that first run didn't feel any better or worse than the last run I did. Um, you know what I mean? The more I played it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm really getting into the groove. It was just like, I'm running and punching. You can change between a bunch of different stances, but rather than do that thing of like, we're slowly teaching you. It kind of just drops them all on you. So I never was like, am well, I which one? And I didn't feel like, it, when I did change them, I didn't feel like I was getting much out of this. Why would I be doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh, going through and doing the different upgrades and the different fists, I just felt like my punches would take longer or be a little bit more damaging. But overall, it was just like, I played, you know, I don't know, a dozen times I did a dozen runs in this Roguelike uh-huh. or whatever. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to play this. I don't want to play this. And again, like, I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch of imagination. It's not broken. It's not like that. Yeah. But it's like, for 15 bucks, I was like, nah, not, not what yeah. I'd be doing. Not at all. Yeah. So, bless. We're into the back half of the list here, I guess, then, for where these are going. Oh, right? yeah. So, you what? Uh, number nine is Hunt the Showdown. Number 10, Graveyard Keeper. Number 11, Eclipse Edge of Light. Number 12, uh, Katana Kami, A Way of the Samurai Story. Number 11, Music Racer. Number 14, Brain Breaker.
1: I, um, I'm, I'm putting it below Graveyard Keeper for sure, but what I want to know for, from you is uh-huh. how does it sound compared to Eclipse Edge of Light?
0: Eclipse Edge of Light, I felt, it's longer, so you're getting more game than uh-huh. you were out of uh, what you're talking about for Space Channel yeah, space VR. Yeah, sh- Channel 5. Uh, and then... I would say, I mean, I, I liked Eclipse Edge of Light. I just didn't think it challenged me or did anything. I enjoyed the experience of walking through it. I think it's, it sounds like it's below that for me personally. Okay. For,
1: I'm going to um, put for, it below spa- uh, Eclipse, Edge of Light then. All right. So Sorry, you're putting... Space Channel 5 VR, kind of funky newsflash.
0: All right. So that's where you're putting that at, number 12. Uh, for me then to put Spartan Fist in the running, I, I ask you how does it compare to Music Racer? Because I would a Katana Kami, a game that I thought was – one note as well. Of, uh-huh. Oh, it's trying to it, not trying to be. It's like Moonlighter, but Moonlighter is way more interesting and blah blah blah. I could still see. Oh, I like I like Way of the Samurai. Oh, I just want a brainless game to go dungeon crawling. Oh, okay, do that Katana Kami. Whereas uh-huh. this, like, I really want a first person punch. I'm like, ah, there's got to be a better solution than this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I so I, where does that compare to Music Racer for you? Did it feel like it had effort put into it? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean like
3: because
1: the Music Racer like at a certain point i was like wow they really just wanted to put out a game
0: yeah i think it definitely it definitely ha- it, it's there are choices made here and it's a, i mean it's an indie this is yeah. literally like it's a first person puncher roguelite from a, a very a small and i, I don't want to speak out of turn i think it's just uh meg right it's just meg from Glassbottom games who's right. also doing Skatebird. so it's like With that kind of structure of it, that's what I think it is. And Yeah, she tried for sure. Like This is a game that they they definitely were working on. Because Music
1: Racer, the only thing Music Racer had going for it was visually it was stunning, but it felt like it was barely a game. And so it sounds like it goes above Music Racer.
0: Okay, just making sure. Then yeah, I'll put it there at number 14, bumping Music Racer down to 15 and Brain Breaker down to 16. Ah, Spartan Fist, I almost forgot. All right, so then yeah, now it's... Number 12, Space Channel 5, 13, Katana Kami, 14, Spartan Fist, 15, Music Razor, 16, Brain Breaker. That will be updated, of course, on kindoffunny.com slash 104 list. But then we come to the big part of the show where we have to guess and pick what we'll be taking on from the drop next week. I'm over on the PlayStation blog reading from Justin Massengill's. The drop. Uh, So far for this week, we have these. 60 Seconds on PlayStation 4. 60 Seconds is a dark comedy, atomic adventure of scavenge and survival. Collect supplies and rescue your family before the new kits. Stay alive in your Fallout shelter. Make difficult decisions. Ration food and hunt mutant cockroaches. And maybe survive or not. It doesn't
1: sound bad, but the I don't like the title art for it. That's not the kidding. title art
0: looks uh, very, very indie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Amoeba Battle, microscopic RTS action on PlayStation Four. Amoeba Battle is a new breed of real-time strategy game where you. C- Control versatile amoebas in the battle for the microscopic world. Unlike other RTS games, there are no bases to build. New amoebas are created through the miracle of binary fission. Uh, Breeder Homegrown Director's Cut, PlayStation 4 and Vita. It lives. Uh, Breeder Homegrown is a short horror game about a family dealing with a strange creature over several generations. You will encounter some puzzles, but the game relies mostly on atmosphere, music, and dialogues. In the director's cut version, dialogues have been streamlined. Some issues have been fixed. Some issues have been fixed. And if you look closely enough, you might find some new little surprises. Uh, Dogfighter, WW2 on PS4. Uh, new Sky Battle Royale has arrived. Uh, real dogfighting battle royale based on World War II. Uh, be part of the Grand Sky Battle with warplanes such as Mustangs, Spitfire, Mr. Schmidt, uh, Zero Sven. Uh, customize the way you want with 40 people. You are the ruler of the sky.
1: Wait. Okay, you're not playing as dogs. <laughs> no, yeah, it
0: seems like yeah, the, uh, if you're an audio listener, the the title art is a dog in a cockpit, so it definitely to me was like, oh, it be like a play a big dogs flying planes. Oh. Seems man. like no, it is just I yeah.
1: definitely I, I definitely pictured like dogs with like parachutes totally. on their back and they're like fighting each other in the sky.
0: Yeah. That would have been cool. I thought they were flying the planes, but anyway. Uh Grand Grand Blue Fantasy versus oh. PS4. Uh, take the fight to new heights on the PlayStation 4. Legendary fighting game studio, Arc System Works, and Psy Games team up to bring the Grand, oh, grand Blue Fantasy Universe to the home console in an action packed head to <laughs> head fighter. Grand, Bu- blah, grand Blue Fantasy Versus features a colorful cast of the most popular crewmates, each with a unique fighting style that is easy to learn but hard to master. Ah, uh, whole frame on PS4. Holfrain is a third-person hero shooter with different characters to choose from. Play with your teammates and de- and defeat the opposing team through matches full of dynamic event elements, sorry. Join your teammates to gain control of Holfrain, the most valuable and co- co- coveted energetic resource in the entire universe. Pathological 2, PlayStation 4. Pathologic Thank you very much. Pathologic too uh, It's a narrative-driven and dyna- dra- dramatic thriller about fighting a deep, a deadly outbreak. Jesus, in a secluded rural town, you are a healer, and to save anyone, you'll have to survive in, in this bleak and strange world where even food and medicine are scarce. Just rem- just in the middle of this, I was like, oh man, you asked to switch off this week, didn't you? Oh yeah, I forgot. Long time ago. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, anyways, you take separation, and we'll All start right. switching for me.
1: Oh, okay. Separation. Separation is a first-person adventure at as at its most ambient and atmospheric a meditation on solitude loss and the spiritual path separation is a unique journey to place to a place of epic desolation featuring a sublime electronic
0: soundtrack by vector lovers separation is the ultimate chill out trip that's on PlayStation VR um syrup and the ultimate suite on PlayStation 4 in vita it lives uh syrup finds a candy golem in her basement <laughs> <laughs> Could the two become friends and finally complete complete the ultimate suite? In a magical town, there lives a candy alchemist, Syrup, who one day discovers a candy golem in her basement. Where did she come from? Who could have made her? Go find out. What in the world? Uh, okay, I've got a couple questions. Here. Look at that what find is that on
2: YouTube? What does complete the ultimate suite mean? And then <laughs> do did, didn't they just like kind of say the one thing twice yeah syrup finds a candy golem in her basement could the two become friends in a magical town there lives a candy alchemist syrup who one day discovers a candy golem in her basement <laughs> why did that need to be said again
1: what the fuck what they're just trying to sell what a do game, you guys barrett. have have to play they this? didn't they're not here to to i don't know man be grammatically correct they're here to sell games barrett Undernight in-birth EXC late CLR for PS4. Rule the night. Control a deeper, darker fighting experience than ever before. Battle with 21 unique characters, including the all-new Londrekia, with his original moves, story, stage, and music. Master devastating new combos and dazzling special attacks in online, arcade, story, and training modes.
0: What a, It's a week.
1: What a week. It is a week. Honestly, the only two that, that like... Stick out to me are the two fighting games being Undernight in Birth, because I've heard quite a bit about Undernight in Birth, and Grand Blue Fantasy uh, Versus. But okay. I feel like Grand Blue Fantasy Versus kind of skates the line as far as like. Because it's not. AAA? AAA, but like. But it it's is, known. It's known, and it's like. Has budget enough. Like, it's being developed by. Um, Arc, Arc System Arc Works. System That's works. a real, yeah. Who does Dragon real, Ball Fighters. That was insulting. I'm sorry. A,
0: a, a bigger name developer. Yeah,
1: like Dragon Ball Fighter's, Guilty Gear Excerpt, like big name fighting games. So I feel like I'd be cheating to go with Gran Boo.
0: Okay. I have no qualms and you haven't mentioned it, so I am calling Separation. Okay. I'm taking the PlayStation VR game where I will chill. Separation is the ultimate chill out trip. I love chilling out and I love trips. Now, before you make your final call, Barrett, to kind of funny control, I am sending a YouTube video here for Syrup in the Ultimate Suite. Because I think this is something that could be up your alley. Plus. All right. Show this to the people there, bro. Oh. Look at this. No, this is awful. It's a visual novel. Skip ahead. Just look, get to the gameplay, because I've been skipping through to the gameplay. Just skip. Just click. Oh, this is a visual novel? Just click. Just click. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Cl- I'm sorry. Click to the gameplay. Skip a little bit further. Yeah, that's right. Just I was click like, right there. Is this all not the click gameplay? Click right there. Huh. was yeah. Well, like, no, at some point, you, you probably make a decision, right? It's oh, not just playing out, right? Oh, uh, skip. There you go. Hit that. That's the oh, game. No. Huh. Oh, is it just? Oh, the, oh what's happening here? Why is <laughs> Barrett, click on <laughs> <laughs> What Why do you not? Know? She's. That's the, that's the candy golem, clearly. We read the description she two has four times. Well, that's because now they got to make. They got to figure out where to put her. You know what I mean? Like, now that she's there. All right. All right. I'll see you in the morning.
1: This is making me very so. uncomfortable.
0: There's one YouTube video here with 74,000 views that's that said when a candy girl wants to be eaten. Oh Serum in oh no. the ultimate oh, sweet. And then it's a guy out. freaking out. Heart. Oh, yeah. This, oh, my God. Okay, well. <laughs> I feel like... Like, like that, that oh when, they, when they pull the dialogue box away from the naked golem girl, that's when you're like, oh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I
1: feel like, if I, I feel like choosing this one is a risk because it might not be on the store soon. I feel like one might get taken down at some point How so? He, so here
0: you go So there, here's a dialogue from Candy Girl Who I believe is, of course, uh, the, old, uh, the, the Golem right there I promise I taste good Here, just start oh, with a oh finger Oh god, no
1: Barrett, cli- Okay, they're not showing this on... Okay, good
0: That's not I want to say I'm going to huh. skip that one Okay, well, it's out there if you want it Just put it out there That's a, That is an option I'm looking up Axis Games Who does Undernight In-Birth I mean, you should just jump, in. You know what I mean? You're getting all tied up in it. What you got to do? I'm just going to do
1: Undernight Inbirth. All right. Yeah. Undernight that's Inbirth. That I've heard people talk about... I'm not a big 2D fighter person. I usually suck at 2D fighters, being being games like Street Fighter or Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom. Undernight Inbirth is a 2D fighter. Okay. But why not? You live once. Yeah. Why not? Why not? And Dragon Ball fighters, I, re- I, re- I really like. I know that's from Arc sy- Systems, but... Say not all 2d fighters are, are dead to me I can, okay i can try out a night and birth I'm, EXC, I'm proud of you late
0: clear next week ladies and gentlemen you will not find out what we think of those games next week remember of course the playstation underrateds. ps i love you xoxo's playstation underrateds. the underrated gems of all the playstation generations in one place meaning that we have not forgotten our work what we've talked about is that we will uh put these up on twitter promote them that way i believe and then of course talk about them when we return for episode 11. All right, Barrett, you get all that? Yeah. Thank you, Barrett.
2: Do we spend the first five minutes talking about Frankie Muniz? Who
0: knows? Who knows? You'll have to find is, out. Is he an under 80? Find out. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've made a lot of content in my career. The under 80s, I'm pretty proud of. Oh, no, that
1: was great. That was, that a, great was a great show, great and great
0: we drank episode. a lot of bourbon, a lot of bourbon, so you understand how it's going to end.
1: Like, halfway through, I was like, shoot, I've lost control. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of losing control, Gregway, let's lose control of the show and hear about our sponsors. Today's episode of PSI Love UXOXO is brought to you by Me Undies. Imagine your fifth grade self looking into the future and learning that as an adult, you got an Undies membership. They would laugh hysterically, but joke's on them because Me Undies is known for their super soft Undies and their flexible, fun membership. If you choose to sign up, you'll get perks like site wide savings, free shipping, and new Undies delivered to your door each month. Go forth, be an adult, and sign up for that Undies membership. Even if your past self is laughing at you, you don't need me to tell you, but I'll do it anyways. I love me undies, you know. This, uh, I got my first pair a long time ago, liked them so much. I threw away all my other underwear, ordered m- more me undies, and that's all I wear now. Wearing them right now, isn't that right, Barrett? Yep. You checked me earlier. Uh, they're soft, they're easy, they come in fun prints, they got fun onesies, they got fun pajama pants, they got these clubs. You got to get into it. Me undies doesn't just make undies, as I've said, they have loungewear, which recently had a glow up. Check out their new line of styly micro modal loungewear you can wear in. And out of the house. Uh, they know they're on every podcast, but that's just because they're trying to take over the world with undie domination, and they won't stop until you try them. Now, they got a great reason, too. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchaser, you'll get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and Greg Miller loves them. Uh, to get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, Go to MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. That's MeUndies.com slash P-S-I-L-Y. MeUndies, the only underwear Greg Miller wears. They didn't give me a tagline, so I made that up. All right. Bless. It's time for a mail. It is. Of course, you can be part of the show, patreon.com slash games. Just like Michael Knight did, whose question was so good it got the headline, for this episode. Oh. it is So if you are one of the YouTube people pissed off that the first hour and 50 minutes they had nothing talking. to do with the fucking headline and the thumbnail, I'm sorry. They I start hope you talking, saw that.
1: Do the timestamp. We do the time
0: codes right yeah. there. There's time codes for this show. They start talking about yeah. the
1: topic an hour and 55 exactly. minutes. Exactly, there, there the you go. Sorry about that. There's Anyways, though.
0: Michael Knight's question is so good, I felt like it had to lead the show. <laughs> good morning, KFGD hosts. That's right. I like this question so much I stole it from Kind of Funny Games Daily. It has never been asked before, though. I'm just saying I liked it. I put it in peace. I love UXO. So, so. The Last of Us Part 2 is now less than two months away. I have a few fun questions. Blessing. Are you ready to answer them as they come?
1: Oh, I'm so ready.
0: I want you to clear your mind, all right? I don't all want right. you to sit here and be like, you know what I need to do is actually think that you get in this, all right? Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Will Ellie And fi- oh, by the way, these are full spoilers for The Last of Us Part 1. Will Ellie find out That Joel lied about what happened in the hospital. Yes, one hundred percent. Why? Because that's storytelling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be so like there it would not be satisfying if she didn't. In, in part two i feel like if, they, if that was like a hanging thread that never they, one they have to revisit it in some way i don't know how they revisit it without that actually being told to her without her finding out in some way whether it's through somebody else or whether she's talking to the fireflies and it's one of them being like <clears throat> like you don't understand like you were here like we like we needed you in fact i don't know how she goes to being how old she is in the Fireflies still being around as a thing
0: uh and not have somebody tell her that like By the way, Joel murdered everybody. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Is that it's a great... I I agree with you 100%. Michael Knight's question here, will Ellie find out that Joel lied about what happened in the hospital? Yes, she will. How she does, I don't know. And I do actually remind me at some point Uh to give you my follow-up question to the question. But to your point, theoretically, and I could be completely wrong, discuss in the comments amongst yourself, but theoretically... Joel killed everybody in that fucking building. Mm-hmm. So, and if not everybody, the doctors for sure, the nurses for sure. But right? you only like,
1: I think in my playthrough, I think I only shot one doctor. Yeah, I heard this. You didn't have left. to. You didn't have Wait, to. Did you kill um, all the doctors? Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ. I've talked about this.
0: This is like the moment where I, first off, just, I, I compliment the game more than anything of getting to that moment where it was Joel, I bust in as Joel. Mm-hmm. And I always talk about this. I waited for the option to pop up of hit X to st- kill them circled to stand down mm-hmm. expecting it to be this choice and instead the doctor ran over and scalped me in the neck and killed me and i was like oh, oh fuck! Wait, I, really? I have to kill them i didn't yeah. realize the
1: doctors could attack so me
0: when that. i went back and did it yeah i fucking killed everybody i'm not dying you know what i mean and i got mm-hmm. ellie out of there but you're right i actually think you're right that i have heard that before but the argument could be made that he killed just about everybody right yeah so who is left to know is that something they're brag? they're actually getting out and talking about is it just an urban legend is it is that what's is that I feel like That even, seems too easy yeah, almost. Yeah, and I feel though.
1: like even then even if he kills everybody in the hospital, there are other fireflies that are going to check up on the people in the hospital, right? There are people that are that are in contact with people, people in the hospital that have to know that oh yeah, wasn't Joel the one who was bringing what was supposed to be the cure to but that's place, the place and too, Joel is like, was out,
0: out free? Like Is something that something happened? they bragged about though that everybody knew what this mission was that they were doing and bringing in? I would Ali think in? that
1: there would be a network, right? Somehow Tess knew. Yeah. Right? Somehow that word got to Tess and they they need to bring out el- how how did that work get to Tess? Actually, was it was, was it like a God, downline yeah. thing, or was it like Tess being like, oh shoot, we need to get them, we need to get her here when they arrived at the hospital? Was it Joel saying that like, by the way, she has the cure, or was it them already expecting her to be there? Well,
0: remember like, it's been so long. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, I mean, remember when they got introduced? I mean, when Joel gets Ellie, he doesn't understand at first she is the cure, right? Uh-huh. Like he just knows that he's taking a girl. Like they were being coded. oh yeah they were being coded about what exactly was going on. Uh-huh. It's revealed as he plays through. Are you watching a playthrough right now to see if you yeah kill it I'm trying this? to
1: see who like if you have to kill all the the people. This person in their playthrough is taking their sweet time.
0: Hey man, it's video games. So let them enjoy themselves. All right, don't get in them. So let's play. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm on the verge of a sneeze, but I can't decide what I want to do. bless. us No, oh, I don't want him in the foot. He's dead now. You're gonna bleed out. Yeah, that's the most bleedy part of your body. This foot. Um, all that aside, will Jolie find? Will Ellie find out what happened uh, at the hospital? Yes. Yeah. I who reveals it? I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be a Fireflies. I wonder if it's Tommy. I wonder if it's Joel himself. Even. You know what I mean? I imagine. I uh, think for
2: that. For that reveal to her to be emotionally poignant, I think it has to come from him. Which
1: I think, first I, off, see my next question was: is it does it even happen in the game, or does it happen before we even get our hands in the controller?
0: That was what I was going to ask you too. Yeah, and I say I think no, I do not think that has happened before. That is a moment really? that I, I don't think they'd have that moment happen off screen. And this is spoilers mm-hmm. for Last of Us Part Two, based on what I played. Not a huge one, but for the, literally the narrative thread we're having right now is that. The uh, Ellie in the uh, the demo I played with uh, Dina right mm-hmm. is talking about watching a movie with Joel that night. So okay. I, th- I I if th- if that had happened, the I relationship- think they wouldn't be talking. There'd yeah. be a separation because that would be my
1: that would be my thing is if I if I were to be writing these games and Jokman, La- hit him Last of Us Part Two was taking place years and years and years after Last Part, Last of Us Part One and Last of Us Part One ends the way it does, I would have it be so so that. Uh, that stuff happens during the years, and you come back, and the relationship is fractured because of because the truth has come out, right? Because she figured out, or because Joel told told her, however it happened, right? She figures out, and they come back, and we're at this place where it's like, oh shoot, like these are the ramifications of Joel's actions. If it wasn't, that's where we start. If it
0: wasn't for that line in my playthrough of the first part, that you would have played at Pax East if the whole coronavirus hadn't happened. Uh-huh. Uh, it, if it, my interpretation was that they're still watching movies, they still have this fatherly daughter relationship, and that yeah, then. I think it would have been it would have been more important and poignant than if that split had already happened, like you're saying. And then when Joel does show up and like he thought I let you do this on your own kind of thing, was him and her like reuniting in any kind of form for the first time. Uh-huh. But it seems like they never left, which I think builds into this story at some point. It's got to make it happen, and it could be as they're playing through this, as they're playing through, as we're playing through, and their stories t- progressing again. A Firefly, in quotes, uh, let's say that organization's totally fallen up by the wayside now, but they've fallen into different organizations, has that, like, wait, I remember you. Like, mm-hmm. they've captured him. I remember you. You were the cure, right? She's like, no, I wasn't. And I'm like, yes, you were. I have documentations. I have all this stuff. I remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Joel's there for that. Man,
1: I don't even know how I would feel about it being handled that way, though. Like, like I, then,
0: What if they were already separated, and you, you were already on your way to save or help Joel or whatever, and you get there, and he's hurt? Because like, the next question is, will Joel be alive at the end of this story? No. I say no. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Wallace
2: in the chat also brings up a good point of like does Ellie care like if what if what if one of the big things is that like this is revealed to her and like she actually takes it in a different way that we're all like expecting her to when she gets revealed this thing we're, we're always expecting that she's going to flip the fuck out on joel and uh feel betrayed and all of this stuff but even at the end of the first game right where she's like hey do you have anything you want to tell me and he's like no like that's how it all went down you can tell in her eyes that she, she- does
0: that sigh. she goes okay yeah and it, and that does feel like her letting go. Like it's yeah. it's. I always read that, and this is why games are great, and performances and any kind of fiction is great. My read on that was she knows Joel's lying, but she doesn't care. Yeah, she's happy to have him alive. She's happy to be alive. This mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. Interesting question. But man, do you? Holy shit! I'm so right, excited. Michael Knight killed it. Michael Knight killed it. Good yeah. job, Michael Knight. You get program the show from here on out. <laughs> Blessing's Joel- not sold. Yeah, will, will Joel be alive at the end of the game? Oh man. The problem is that saying he's gonna die, which I do think he's gonna do. I going feel like to, that's the easy thing.
1: I feel like that's the, it's the easy, yeah, is the easy prediction to make. And I feel like Naughty Dog is good at not necessarily giving into the easy ideas of what's going, what's going to happen as far as like character predictability, and all that stuff, yeah. right? Like I feel like in Charter Four they did a good, pretty good idea of subverting
0: e- expectation. And so even Last of Us Part One they did right. Because yeah. remember when Joel falls off and gets the rebarb through, yeah. the chest and then like we jump cut to s- Winter, we shoot and it's Ellie. Who's out hunting, and you take over as Ellie. I remember being like, "Holy fuck! Like, am I now moving on the rest of the game this way?"
1: Yeah. The, my thing is, and this is the question specifically at the end of the game, or by the end of the game, or will Joel be alive at the end of the game?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna find a thing to. I think those.
1: another thing that throws a wrench into it is the idea that she's getting revenge, right? And I think the easy answer is, or not the easy answer, but what we've been led to believe in the last trailer that came out in September was that. It is her girlfriend that is biting the dust and it's her and Joel that are going to get revenge. But yeah. really it could be Joel bites the dust and it's her and what's her girlfriend's name? Is it Dina? It's Dina, right? Yeah, yeah, her and Dina are are going after whoever did it. And so, you know, I, I could see that. So happening. what do you
0: think? So hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. Because I, like, I, I don't think Dina's biting the dust. I don't think I don't think they're gonna kill Dina because I think that is such a like one as a trope, it is Right. It, that was the it, whole thing of when the
0: trope when the whole thing got lobbed of like, oh my god, they're fridging her. Like yeah. what what an easy out blah, blah blah. And my whole thing was I think at this point Naughty Dog understands the climate and understands what they're doing yeah. and wouldn't do that. That's what it's being made to look like, which is great for me because I don't want to know what the game is going into the game.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like they they wouldn't go that route because they're Naughty Dog and they know and they're good they're 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 good riders over there. And so I don't see it being a revenge tale.
0: For Dina. for Dina, so what? But, the, so, but, then, so, okay, like, so then, so like, to be we'll, clear of what you think is going to happen based on what we've seen, uh huh. You think uh, we get the whole thing of uh, her and Dina kissing? Mm-hmm. We do the walk around in the snow the next day. We get confronted with some bad guys. They kidnap Dina. I don't even. And then Joel and Ellie are like, we have to go out, go out there and find. Like you know, I thought you like, or because like, I still. See, what I'm if still Joel's a vision? What if Joel's the vision? A vision. No way. A oh, like,
1: vision, no. I,
0: don't get me wrong. In the... You remember the debut trailer? Oh, yeah, I remember. And I was like, he's dead. This is totally a vision. She's having this in her head. Yeah. Having played what I played, I feel like that would be the most, like, eye corny shit. If, mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I'm basing this Some off Sense the thing. one fucking frame of... Dropping over, getting grabbed by them, ba- you know, yeah. gra- over your mouth, hand over your mouth, you're pulled into a thing, you're trying to, like, what are you fucking doing here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think I let you do this alone. And then he's like, turns into a vision or whatever, disappears. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'd be like, all right. I mean, hang I, it up, I, drunk. Man. It's just like an, un- an
2: unfortunate thing where they're talking about this being a revenge story, right? And the only two possible of her wanting to get revenge is either Joel was killed or his. Are
0: those no, the totally possibilities, no, though? you're totally missing the, one of the great things that keeps getting overlooked. I still think it's her mother. I, I think there's a huge... Because remember the trailer, we all forget that Laura Bailey trailer, right? Of yeah. the woman hanging from the tree. They come up with a knife They tra- and they trace down to like her womb. Right. And yeah. I think that is a flashback to her mother, how she got the the foes she made maybe she already gave birth to El- no no that's not right I think it was the this is going to be a crucial yeah. thing of like why her mother died of how I got she got pushed out or whatever and got sent yeah, on her way and, and she learns all happen. about that and she's like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fuck people up exactly and like I could have been with her but this happened oh I, that, like that idea. I think that's tied into this yeah. I don't know I can't yeah. it's all such a jumbled mess right now that's right, more, right. which is great I don't want to know
1: yeah that's more where I'm at because I I feel like we've been kind of misled the last. Uh, with, like, the major trailers of The Last of Us Part Two, right? Because the first trailer, yeah, we did have the thing with Joel, with Joel um, coming to the door and, and Ellie being like, I'm going to kill every last one of them. We got the last trailer, uh, or the September trailer, uh, which, was that the one where we believe Dina got kidnapped? Yeah, I think that was September. Uh, and I feel like there was one trailer, maybe now I'm making this up in my head, <laughs> Where where they said I'm a vision, <laughs> where Joel's like oh, I'm not really here. <laughs> I, feel, I, I no, I don't think it was September. I feel
2: like it was whatever. It was the E3 uh, trailer for two years, ago, two E3s ago. Well, what or, was the
1: trailer for September? Because we had the Last of Us Part Two preview. I,
2: I feel like that was just like wasn't that mainly like gameplay and just like a bunch of cuts of like random cutscenes and shit like that.
1: People, when was the, people it, started, it, started
2: talking about, like, the possible it was a, fridging it was, thing, uh, like, two E3s ago. Was that not this last fall? I feel like he came to a, like...
1: I feel like it blew up a bit
2: last it fall. It was at E3, because I remember watching it, because it's the, where they're in the church barn thing or whatever, and it's them kissing, and oh. then immediately after, it switches over to her killing a bunch of people. Yeah, And okay. that's when people that are like, sense. oh, fuck, this is going to be about her getting revenge over her then dead Then it girlfriend. might be
1: September where there was a trailer about where we thought that it might be actually Joel or something.
0: Like, I, th- I remember there being, like, a switcheroo. Mm.
1: The switcheroo
0: was over, to d- when it, was, it started, we all thought it was going to be about Joel. Okay, And then it became about Dina. Was that the switcheroo? Because I, I, I was trying to think of the switcheroo that happened.
1: And so I feel like Naughty Dog has been playing this kind of smartly. As they should. Right? Where they're just like, they're messing around with this. Which is why I don't think Dina's going to be uh, killed and it's going to be revenge for Dina. I don't, I'm not necessarily sold that it's going to be Joel. I think the idea that it's the mother is probably like actually the most likely one. Do we remember? Because they've
0: not really teased it that way yet. I'm, uh, right now, I've opened up Comixology and I'm on Last of Us American Dreams. Remember this comic? This no, the, oh, okay. That's not gonna help. You're not gonna wait, the last Us no comic. That. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, maybe I do remember this. I remember it's that before being last it's it's a
0: prequel of uh, Last of Us. Yeah. It's not helping me right now. Because <laughs> I can't. I don't remember at this point in my life <laughs> the whole st- uh, Ellie's mom and the Last of separated from all that. I think Joel will probably be be dead by the end of the game. And it's I agree, but it's also the man. Like, how are we going to do this? When we teased it last time around, right? Does that matter that we already did the we did the swerve in Last of Us Part One that he was dead? Do, you, do you Anna hmm. Do you think there's
1: a last there's going to be Last of Us Part three?
0: No. I don't. Cause I think I don't I don't know. I mean, I never hold it past Naughty or, or I never put it out of the yeah. reach of Naughty Dog, but it's like, the, they. this is very much a story they wanted to tell. Because so. I
1: feel like if, there's a, if there is a Last of Us Part 3, I could see Joel living on it being super old Joel, because I just feel like that'd be a cool concept, Last of Us Part 3. I think
2: it's too early to say. You think it's too early to say? Yeah.
1: Well, I feel like they already it, have... I think
2: it depends on where... They've got I don't to know, think, the, and I, I don't think They're not the, going to write this story with just like a... I mean, did they write the first one already knowing that they were going to do a two? I don't think they did. I think they only came back to two when... Uh, there's direct, was more story to tell. You yeah, things. when he figured out what the story was going to be next. I don't think he yeah, wrote but they didn't one.
1: Like, I don't feel like they wrote one with the idea that there's not going to be more after it. Right? Like... Mm. I feel like at this point, for Last of Us as an IP, you kind of as Sony one, you know you want more, but then also as as, yeah, as Naughty, a
2: as a um as like a big company that wants to like yeah, make but like also as as, as, as Naughty as the Dog
1: people making the art, that's what I'm saying. As Naughty Dog, mm-hmm. you know this is a bigger thing this time around. Like you know that like hey, if you want to make a third <laughs> Last of Us, that's very much an option. Like they're not making this in seclusion. Yeah.
2: I don't think we get a third one.
0: I don't either. Hold on. Okay. Now I'm caught up in why I'm all turned around. Because I'm, I'm paging. Th- I went, so I got the Anna, her, uh, the, the Ellie's mom's wiki, wiki page up from fandom, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no mention of the comic book. Why am I hung up on the comic book? And then I'm getting pointed back to, uh, it's a c- c- thing in my own head, right? Where the comic that is out is the prequel. Faith Aaron Hicks drew it. Neil wrote it it's really well done you should read it but Mm. it's just about ellie really right and i'm getting hung up on in uncharted in the i don't want to spoil uncharted 4 for you but at the end of uncharted 4 there's a poster there for what looks to be the last of us american daughters which is a pregnant woman in a gas mask that looks in the same art style as not the same art style but it's i think yeah it's got the dark horse logo on it or whatever Mm -hmm. totally sidetracking myself anyways though after the outbreak this is for anna in the this is the actual canon after the outbreak she became pregnant in sometime between january and april in 2019 and gave birth to her daughter who she named ellie she died within a day of giving birth to her but she had time to write ellie a letter before anna died marlene promised to look after ellie in her absence uh she would keep her promise despite her position as leader of the fireflies after that marlene took care of ellie for a while but eventually put her in the military boarding school that's where the comic is mm-hmm. um I can see it being the mother. I,
1: I, I, I think, I'm trying to think. I, I think that there's really enough is, like, in there of plausible. like who put
0: who whose actions put the mother on the run. Who what, or if she was on the run, who's she trying to get away from? I think it's going to be interesting of who this is and the fact that you know Naughty Dog has had their hands tied and hasn't been able. Like, oh, it's such a trope thing, and they're fridging her, and he's, they're like, play the game. You know mm. what I mean? We can't ruin the story for you. I mean, you want to know the real question that Michael Knight doesn't ask here? How does the last of us part two open last of us part one if you, and i don't know if you all remember this because we're all old now and have played this game and it's been years right like that was such a what the fuck mm-hmm. like, like you started that and you had no you did not see that coming because you thought you knew what you're getting into you understood where you're going yeah. we knew we'd get the backstory but we didn't know we'd get it right there right then and so if i think for sure If this revenge tale is about going after Ellie's mom, we're going to open up playing as Ellie's mom. I agree. And you open up during the outbreak. We will be in Anna, and we will see all hell break loose and her get strung up or whatever. Basically the mirroring
1: of Joel and Sarah during the outbreak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: would would think the same thing if they're doing doing the mother story.
0: No. Michael Knight's excellent Last of Us Part 2 segment continues. Will we see Bill in the story? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at the very least, that, wait, oh, Bill.
1: Sorry, I got Bill mixed up with um, Joel's brother. Yeah. Oh, man, Bill. I think, oh, man. It'd be it'd be like a stretch as far as like coming across Bill, but maybe Ellie knows Bill could be good for something in her journey, so maybe she then doubles back because of that. I'm going to say,
0: yeah. I think Bill's awesome, so I'm going to say, yeah. I think Bill's Pages awesome. Pages are sticky. <laughs> <And> he- <laughs> Bill's awesome. He was beloved. He was a great representation character in uh, the game or whatever. I don't think he shows up. No. I think that's too hokey. I think that's I think too we I
2: think we get kind of throwaway line references to him. and stuff I think like there'll that.
0: be, if you dig around enough, you'll find something that gives you a clue as to what's going on with mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? of Like a postcard, or like it's not a postcard. There's not really mail anymore. But you know what I mean? Like some, oh, when we ran into Bill, or when we went back to visit Bill, or when we did whatever. But I don't think you'll actually see Bill again in yeah. there. Now, here's where we get into some really uh, uh, base, inside baseball for us kind of All stuff. Right. What records do you see The Last of Us Part Two setting for PlayStation? You might say, what setting, or records did it set for the first time around? I went to Wikipedia where it says, within seven days of its release, The Last of Us sold over 1.3 million units, becoming the biggest video game launch of 2013 at the time. Three weeks after its release, the game sold over 3.4 million units and was deemed the biggest launch of the original game biggest launch of an original game since 2011's L.A. Noir, and the fastest-selling PlayStation 3 game of 2013 at the time. The game became the f- best-selling digital release on the PlayStation Store for PlayStation 3, though numerical sales figures were not disclosed. This record was later beaten by Grand Theft Auto V. By April 2018, the game sold 17 million oh. copies across both consoles, because it's bringing in remastered. Uh, it is the third best-selling PlayStation 3 game of all time. Now, for context, after everything I just read, I I went to, of course, Spider-Man's wiki. This is what that says. Spider-Man sold 3.3 million units, including those bundled with the PlayStation 4 console, in its first three days of release, making it the fastest-selling second-party video game released in Sony's history, narrowly beating God of War's 3.1 million. Now, of course, that's a bit fishy with terminology because god of war is 100 percent a first party title uh they say second party but as you know i got in an argument with insomniac on twitter insomniac and playstation consider spider-man a first party title as mm-hmm. well i don't think it beats spidey no i w- i mean like i shouldn't say i wish obviously i love spider-man and i love insomniac yeah. it's it's the it's the, that's the, it's the license, spider-man it's the property that's spider-man it's the, like, yeah.
1: it's a video game ass video game it's gonna it's easily gonna outsell it's of uh, last was one in the first three weeks there are just more. There are more PS4s out there, and is the second iteration the, of the and franchise. And that's the thing,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a number two on the game that now people understand, and they know. And yeah, they, and people know Last was like one of the greatest games of the generation, Last Gen. So, what do you like? I mean, it's within its first seven days of release, the Last of Us sold over 1.3 million units. What do you think it does in its first week? Or do you think, or do you, if you want to go different, like in terms what of like Spider Man's talking what about? What is it,
1: God of War's 3.1 million? Is that the first three days?
0: Yeah, according to this article that I have not. I mean Wikipedia, I don't have the thing in front of me. Hold on. God of War, PS4, first What do you how do you think it does compared to God of War? Because yeah. I would have three point one million is God of War in the first three days. Oh man. Becomes Inspired the fastest selling PlayStation 4 exclusive.
1: Inspired Man sold three point three million in, in three days. Hmm. Cause I would have I would have thought that Last was Part Two could easily outsell... Well, may not easily, but would outsell God of War. You think so? I would have thought so, but now seeing like, seeing how high that sold... I didn't realize it sold 3.1 million compared to Spider-Man's 3.3 million in the first three days. I think it'll be in the ballpark. I think I can see 3 million. Or, yeah, 3 million.
0: I think it'll hit that. You think it'll sell 3 million copies in the first three days? Yeah. Huh. All right. I like where your head's at. Because at this point, last was in... Like, Last
1: of Us compared to God of War, like, those are very much... In terms of people knowing what it is and in terms of... God of War had to reprove
2: itself, you know? And people still bought in. Whereas, like, the name of Last of Us is still, like... Last of Us doesn't have to reprove itself because the last
0: game that came out, people weren't, like... like, I hear you, and I I understand. My prediction for the first three days of Last of Us Part (sighs) Two.
1: The thing that God of War also has is that it's been... A Sony franchise since the that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like so point. let me.
0: I think Last of Us. I'm saying between two and two point five okay. million in the first three days. Okay, and I would say more towards two. I think what we're talking about here is, and this sounds fucking really weird and stuffy, but stick with me. We're talking about a, a beloved art house flick versus a triple A blockbuster in Last of Us versus God of War. God of War, like for real, was that system? I mean, on PS2 days, yeah. right? That everybody fucking had and loved it for different reasons god of war ps4 was the payoff to all of that and that fandom and being an art house flick right like i think the people who only buy god of war games bought god of war not realizing it was this what was going to be a critically acclaimed reinvention of the character and genre right whereas like that's what drew me and many a podcast video game fan into god of war Mm -hmm. where it had been like god of war games are fun action games So they're not like wow you know i mean like to an extent right that'd be like bayonetta them redoing bayonetta and it's suddenly here's a fucking amazing story that like it's chugging your heartstrings and doing all these different things Mm -hmm. like that was on another level that it has god of war has the god of war ps4 sales figures have the juice of critically acclaimed, it's getting 10 out of 10s reviews that yeah. Last of Us Part 2 will probably have. However, I don't think Last of Us Part 2 has the generation lineage to ride I, in there and be like, oh, fucking Kratos. I
1: think now, it. I mean, it doesn't have that since the PS2, but now since Last of Us Part 1, mm-hmm. it's been seven years and has had that time to kind of is the word gestate that feels like a weird word but it's had the time to gestate and kind of sit with people and sit with an audience and sit with like the larger gaming community that that now like everybody knows what the last of is like everybody's aware everybody knows that as like one of the great stories of this last gen right that is a like people put that up there as like maybe the best playstation franchise i guess if you want to say um i i yeah, man. I could I I'm gonna stick to my three million. Like I, th- okay. I, I think it has similar power behind it as God of War. Hold on, I
0: wanna put this in there, so three million for bless. What did you say, Bert?
2: I don't know if I put it in anything specific. No. I'm Would s- you like to?
1: <sighs>
2: what did God of War do in three days?
1: Three point one million. Spider-Man s- did 3.3 million.
2: I'm going to say
0: 3.2. Wow. Well, all right. So then I'm saying 2 million-ish. Bless says 3 million. Barrett says 3.2. Yeah, 7.
1: I'm saying 3 million with also – I think there is a, a chance, like a small chance, but a chance that it outsells Spider-Man.
0: Wow. I hope so. Final question from Michael Knight on this one big question, and it's great, Michael. It'd be great. Will the story of The Last of Us 2 match or be better than the original game? I think we kind of talked about this on, I think, the first
1: episode of PS I Love You.
0: Well, you're talking about it again now, motherfucker.
1: I think it's hard hard to think about them comparatively because they're part of the same story. It feels like it being a part one and part two situation. I'm going to say, what's the question, match or be better? Is that how how it I'm going to say match. Like, it's hard for me to really think of a way to present The Last of Us' story better than The Last of Us. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. I I think it, I, I think if I was Neil Druckmann and I was following up The Last of Us, my goal would be to, hey, let's just continue the story. And let's just, like, make something that's true to what what we've presented here and continue on and, and, and make it feel like it is, like, a natural uh, evolution and progression of what Ellie's journey is.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. That I mean, they've been very clear of like this isn't Last of Us two. This is Last of Us Part two. They are you know two parts of the same story. Um, I hope that it matches so that it feels cohesive. I want it to feel yeah. cohesive. I want I want to play this and be like, I get it. Yeah, like if I you get like, that this isn't a two. This is the continuation. Like you're not missing a beat. Yeah, possibly. exactly, exactly. I, and that's how it should be, ladies and gentlemen. Let's for the first time in a while. Check in with the PS I Love You fantasy critic page.
1: Boys. Oh, has thing, have things changed? Oh, things have been changing, oh. ladies
0: and gentlemen. If you didn't know, uh, uh, weeks ago, the one and only Gio, Callie, Jonathan Dornbush all joined us. for the. What? You like how only Dornbush? Dornbush is the only one who gets his full name because I can't say no, it. No, I
2: thought it was the one and only, and then you listed like four different people.
0: It's true. Uh, joined us for like a meeting of the minds here. So we could all uh, start this fantasy critic league. Uh PSI love you. XO. XO. And I forget. What is it? Another one of the kind of funny links I didn't bring over. You go back and find me what the link was. Because I think it's com Slash PS league. But if you just look at uh, whatever. Two of them back. You'll find it. Um, however so we had the whole things here right me with portilla publishing blessing with rap star games uh cali with team magma geo with big belly games jonathan dornbush with betwixt in between gaming kind of funny.com slash ps league thank you so much if you want to look along uh of course we did a whole draft there we did all these things somebody's finally on the board blessing
3: oh, it's me
0: baby things have happened it's me of course one of the games i picked ladies and gentlemen was blood roots which is officially out now um this is from Open Critic, right? Where they're pulling the scores? Yes, open Critic. Bloodroots currently has in a 78, giving me 8 points. So I have 8 points on the boards uh-huh. here right now. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, points actual is 8.15 right now. Uh, I'm also down $2 in my budget because I got some games here. I went in and got carry-on. No, I already had carry-on, right? I added Outriders. When, I, or when, oh. when, every, when Outriders started rolling in, you had already been out there fleecing us all, putting in $1 bids on things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I got to get some of that. So I all jumped right. in there and put Outriders on there. So that's where I'm going right nice. now. Nice. Nice pick. Yeah.
1: I, I went in last week to try and grab one that I thought everybody had forgotten. And I went in and I typed in be the show. Yeah. Turns out I couldn't pick it up because it's a yearly
0: yep. installment. Yeah, exactly. There was a couple, and that was the same thing when like Dreams was like, how did nobody pick Dreams? Like, yeah. oh, early access. Right. Because yeah. of early access, we can not oh, do it Oh, right man. Now. If
1: somebody got Dreams... Um, i think i was the one who tried to do it and it didn't pop up
0: and uh that would have been a good one that would have been, a, been great a really one. really good That would have yeah. done great and then i yeah i forget last time we did the update, did we talk about uh jonathan picking up man eater because he picked up yes. man eater yeah, yeah. We, right. we talked about it and i didn't realize didn't he until pick up
1: something else too and little nightmares too i didn't realize he had picked up pick. uh well i realized he's picked up man eater i didn't know what man eater was and then i researched it afterwards and yeah i am surprised that's a game that he picked up honestly it's a and not that he plays the shark right yeah he plays a shark yeah and i not that um oh, i talked to Maneater. i got uh <laughs> john notes Oates. yeah hell yeah um but uh yeah i i looked it up and you know not that it's gonna be like a bad game or anything because it looks like it could be a good game but i was just surprised that the, the
0: game where you play as a shark was the game that he hey man he saw something in it right i saw something in Bloodroots. there you go i respect that's it. how it is you saw nothing in nobody wow it's poetic yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, that's PS I Love You. XO. XO for another week. Uh, if you didn't remember, next week's is a very, very special episode. We hit double digits. Episode 10 of PS I Love You XOXO XO, Volume 2. We're celebrating with the PlayStation underrateds where we will go through our picks for the most underrated PlayStation games along with yours. If you're at home, I suggest you buy your own bottle of bourbon and or alcohol oh, yeah. now. Because you will need it to keep up with us as we go through championing all sorts of different games. Uh, Remember, ladies and gentlemen, PSI Love UXOXO is a product of KindOfFunny.com. You can go to Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. You can get the show ad-free along with the post-show we're about to do. That's right, more content. Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. You can watch it live as we record it and sometimes get included like Barry did with the one guy from the chat earlier today. Remember, if you don't want to do any of that, no big deal. You can go to YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. RoosterTeeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. Get it each and every Tuesday morning. No matter where or how you get the show, thank you for your support. We love and appreciate you. And until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.